Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your ride ready for spring driving with Dobbs Spring Break Deals. Money saver deals you can use on Goodyear, Pirelli, Cooper, Michelin, and General Tires. Expert auto service, too. Click on GoToDobbs.com for spring break deals now. This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. When I went on my last holiday to Cape Town, it was amazing. My friends were there, the weather was phenomenal, and most importantly, the food was fantastic. But one thing I struggled with was finding the right places to stay. You know, all I want is a great bed, a fantastic shower, and breakfast that doesn't end at 8 a.m. I'm on holiday, I'm still sleeping. I also like ease, and the Hotels.com app easily helps me to find a perfect hotel for every trip. Whether you're looking for a family-friendly getaway or a relaxing spa weekend, on the Hotels.com app, you can compare up to five hotels side by side. Now, why would you want to do that? So you can see prices, amenities, and star ratings. And best of all, you don't have to switch back and forth between options. See? Ease. So, start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app today. NinjaBling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own, custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to NinjaBling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shaft. Hot Shots Sports Bar and Grill has been a proud home of Blues fans in St. Louis since 1990. And Hot Shots is an official partner of your St. Louis Blues. Swing by any of their 10 area locations tonight for the best Blues party in town. And don't forget about Blues Ticket Tuesday with your chance to score a pair of Blues tickets at every Hot Shots location during every Tuesday Blues game this season. Get details, see all the specials, and find a Hot Shots near you at hotshotsbar.com slash blues. Pseudo Show Podcast. All right, let's hit it. Listen to discretion is advised. Rizzuto. 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 Hey, good morning, everybody. Hello, hi, hello, hello, hello to you. And you and you and you. Thanks for being here. Thanks for inviting us. It's Wednesday. You know what they call this? Hump day. Because we're getting over the hump. Oh. Has nothing to do with sex. Oh, be darned. We're just getting over the hump. That's right, Scott. Interesting. (laughs) How many people were driving around yesterday looking for snow missiles? (laughs) After we talked about it. Did you see our friend from Channel 5, Renny Knott? I was going to bring that up. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Well, snow missiles, we were talking about this yesterday during a, a news segment. You know, if you don't brush the top off of your car, especially after all that snow over the weekend, it warmed up a little bit yesterday. It was above freezing, so that that snow and ice comes loose, mm-hmm. and yeah. you drive it on the highway. And, I mean, you got sheets of snow, sheets of ice flying 10, 15 feet in the air. Just a, a quick, just a little broom, just wipe off the roof. 
Just push the snow, push the ice off the roof of your car. Easy. Yeah. As per usual, if you just slow down for a second, you're going to solve a lot of problems or keep a lot of headaches to, from coming around. Just take a couple of minutes. Well, I'm driving around yesterday, and I'm noticing. I'm, I'm looking more now. Who brushed off? Who didn't? I get it. Not every car could fit in a garage. I know you can't fit your, your truck in a garage. Nope. But ask me, did I brush off? Damn right you did. I sure did because I'm not a jerk. <laughs> or at Moon, least when you, it comes uh, to that. Can you put your truck in the car hole? Yeah. Oh, you a, can? Okay. It's in the garage, yeah. But we did count about seven mini mattresses of uh, snow. Mini mat. I love that. Mini yes. mattress. <laughs> snow mattresses. And I was driving uh, 40 east yesterday after the show, going downtown, and saw it a couple times. Snow and ice just slide off. Slide off our roofs. Oh man, and you just never know how people are going to react to it. Somebody's going to, some people will be yeah. calm, some people are going to jerk the wheel. And yeah, I'm actually afraid lane. of, so I will move out of the way. Like I'll see it in front of me, I'll try to move lanes and try to pass. I saw somebody tweet. But tweeted, I'm scared of somebody swerving into me. Yeah, I saw somebody tweet us and say, hey, you guys said that, uh, you know, the snow on top of a car is the snow mattress. And they took a picture of a semi that had it on theirs, and they were like, check out this California king. <laughs> yeah, there was one with a school bus, too, I think. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm telling you, those tractor trailers, those are dangerous, too. Mm -hmm. Those are dangerous, too. You don't know what's on top of those things. It's wild, man. Yeah, I would think with those, some, there'd be some sort of MoDOT rule where you have to clean those off. Well, as we were saying well, yesterday, there's no mean they're doing it if there's no to. law that says you need to do that. You need to wipe the snow off the roof. So there's no law that there's that it's up there, but if it causes something, then that's But you could be held gets, liable yeah. if you cause damage to somebody else. Yeah, so. so our good buddy from Channel 5, Randy Nott, actually tweeted out yesterday, I guess, uh, was it another reporter or was it a, yeah, it's, was it it's, a producer? It's the, uh, I think she does like the 4 a.m. show. She does like the super early, before... What do they call it? Tessel today in St. Louis or whatever? Before that hits the air. Yeah, Randy Knott writes, uh, see just how dangerous it is to leave snow on the top of your car. Our Jen Sullivan shares her frightening experience this morning on Tessel. Tessel. Today in St. Louis. <gasps> Tessel. Tessel's the best, man. Tessel. Well, you see a picture of her windshield. I mean, it is destroyed. Smashed. Saw a couple of those pictures going around. So I'm driving around yesterday judging people. Yes. Looking, judging, sneering. You pull up next to a stoplight next to somebody that's got, you know, eight inches on their roof, and you just give them the old. Hey! Ah, ah, take it three seconds. <laughs> you do the whole arm point up. Even on ah. a road, even on a road like Manchester, you're you know, you're going 40 miles an hour, 45 oh, miles yeah. an hour. And Manchester, same thing could happen. Manchester Road always has a gazillion cars on it, too. Yeah, same thing could happen. Just a little gust of wind, just something that gets underneath. And it's flying up in the air. And if you still have that stuff on your roof come this weekend, this weekend's supposed to be freezing. Yeah, I think on Sunday, the high is 13, the low is zero. Why well, was, uh, my, my kids are upset. They're all upset. The, you know, the, the bad weather's supposed to come in Friday at some point. And they said, another wasted storm. Another wasted storm for the kids. <laughs> come on, kids. <laughs> well, they got a half day on Friday. So my kids have a half day on Friday, and they're off Monday for MLK Day. And another storm is supposed to hit this weekend. And I know quite a few people are concerned as to what's going to happen. 
Like, what's what's going to be the weather situation? Somebody told me yesterday, oh, we're, we're expecting more snow than we had last weekend. Great. But I don't think that's what the weather people are saying. Actually, there's a lot of uncertainty when it comes to what's going to go down this weekend. What they're saying is Friday night into Saturday morning is supposed to be freezing rain. And then Saturday, it's supposed to turn into snow. But they're not talking any accumulations yet. Nor are they talking timing yet. Great. I, You know, I think they're going to be a bit more reserved when it comes to telling us what time everything's going to start after they kind of, yeah. after they uh, they shanked it last week. Do you want to know what weather.com <laughs> has to say? Shanked it. Yeah, I mean. Uh, I, and I, it'll change. I'm, it'll change I'm, I'm almost refer, I'm almost deferring to the local guys for storm timing. Well, if you check weather.com, they said that the storm was going to hit at 2 p.m. last weekend. So they got it right? They got they were the closest. Well, they were the closest. Yeah. I mean, eh, locally they were saying three, 2, 3 o'clock, it hit noon. Yeah. They said 2 p.m., which, I mean, they, they I actually heard one of the guys say that the, uh, you know, our friends over at Weather Channel, they, you know, predicted pretty closely that the storm would hit early afternoon, as many of us thought, late afternoon. And- well, you know what they do? They look at these different models. Yeah. These different storm models. And I think the one, uh, the one they're kind of going off of is... Again, they're, 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 they're saying it's still too early to nail down, you know, storm timing and when the cold front's going to go in. But they're saying Friday night into Saturday, freezing rain, going to turn into turn into snow Saturday during the day and then kind of taper off Saturday evening. Sunday's supposed to be freezing. Sunday's supposed to be a low of zero and highs in, in the low teens. Oh, man. With some heavy winds, gusts of up to 40 miles an hour. So they're saying wind chills are going to be brutal this weekend. I got a, I got a kid that's traveling via, I believe, it's bus today through coming back Saturday. Now I'm, oh, I'm yeah. going I'm I'm, to copy I'm this. I'm sitting here going, does, should this happen? Should the whole thing be canceled? Should I just not let her go? I'm just concerned about the way back. Is it important? To drive back to her. Huh. I'm going to save this and see who's closer, the local guys that you just read or, or the Weather Channel here, because the Weather Channel is very much so different than what you just said. Now, with Channel 4 saying, it is possible, if not likely, that our region will see another accumulating snow, but it is highly dependent on storm track and the arrival of colder air. Latest models are not showing as much snow as we had last weekend, but at least a potential for some snow to shovel. So you'll be shoveling, just not as much as last weekend, is what they're saying right now. But that could change tomorrow. That could change later this afternoon. But, man, it's going to be cold. Yeah, it is. And we'll get to this in sports later, but uh, the AFC Championship game is in KC on Sunday. And they're, they're, they're maybe saying it could be the coldest the coldest for any NFL game ever. It just looks miserable when you watch that. Really? With all the Green Bay games yeah. yep. and all of that, this my Patriots. The there was one actually called like the Frozen Bowl or something. Frozen like that. The Ice Bowl or uh, something. The Ice Bowl. Ice Bowl. That's what it was. One of the early on championship games. I got the actual record. Was it Chicago or... Uh, the record for the coldest game in NFL history dates back to December 31st, 1967. 
when there was a game in Green Bay that was played in negative 13 degree weather. Oh. Yeah, that's fun. Please don't hit me. Yeah. Please don't hit me. I won't Mom, hit you. Out, get out there and run around. You'll be fine. So the National Weather Service is projecting sweat. an Arctic blast to settle over the city of Kansas City at game time. <laughs> Temperatures at kickoff could range anywhere from 10 degrees to well below zero. <laughs> you know when I saw that yesterday, my first thought was all the sports that I, all the teams that I played sport, you know, team sports growing up, I think soccer was the worst in cold weather. You know, because you're supposed to wear shorts, even if you don't wear shorts and you look stupid. And if you're wearing shorts, you get hit in the bare leg, you know, in the thigh yeah. with a with a soccer ball or something. Or, God forbid, you get hit in the face with the ball. Yeah. You couldn't wear, cold. like, a thermals underneath uh, you your could, shorts? but you look dumb. I don't so know I guess it's really, your choice. I don't know if they really had thermals like we're thinking about now back then. Like thin... No. Yeah. I, I had to put animal pellets on my legs back then. <laughs> pellets? <laughs> like, pellets or pellets? Pellets. Oh, pellets, yeah. 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 pellets yeah. are Well, back different. then it was yeah. pellets. Pellets yeah. are This way was before we so invented pellets. you smear yourself yeah, in, don't, in don't, animal pellets. Don't put that on you. That's how bad we had it back then. You slide back. Yeah, we'd never that. wear thermals underneath our loincloths. No. Yeah, we didn't have the Under Armour and Adidas, you know, under underpants. Under Armour, yes. Uh, no compression. We uh, did not have that. Like no. And all that kind of stuff. Oh, man, get hit in the face. Back in my day, we didn't have that stuff. I no. Know, I sound, that sounds like And you like kids a... and your rock and roll <laughs> and your indoor sports. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was telling my uh, my guitar teacher yesterday. I said, yeah, after, after lessons, I got to go down to uh, watch my daughter's final soccer game of the season. He goes, outside? I'm like, outside. <laughs> Inside. <laughs> Outside. Ah, your kids with your rock and roll and your Under Armour <laughs> and your indoor soccer. Your sport. Back in my day, we were running from woolly mammoths. That's right. Remember that, Jeff? Both ends of the field where we had to go uphill to get to the goal. Have you had a moment in your life where you uh, you realized you were turning into your parents? I've been having this. Yes. I've been having this kind of thing going on for a while now. I think once I did cross the 40 threshold, it kind of hit me. You see little signs here and there? Yeah. 40 really is a milestone. Mm-hmm. Is 50 Is 50 as big of a deal as 40? Yeah, I think so. I think so, especially for me because my parents died fairly young. Uh, so that's one of my markers. Like my mom died when she was 38. So when I was turned 38, I was like, damn. You know, and my dad was like 56 or something when he passed. So that's one of the mind Fs for me. But the bigger thing to me is like you like you just said, you alluded to, is when you do stuff that your dad used to do. You know well, what I mean? Well, I don't, I can't imagine my parents, and listen, I was, of course, alive when they were in their 30s. Yeah. I can't imagine my parents in their 30s. Hmm. I can't imagine my, my father or mother saying they were 35 years old. Well, go back. I, and, I can't imagine. I just remember my parents in their forties. Here's a weird 50s. thing. Here, here's a weird thing. What age was your mom when she gave birth to you? Uh, I think late twenties. See, my mom was like twenty-two when she had her first kid. To me, that's super weird. I mean, uh, married. Uh, she'd been married for like a year, maybe two years, something like that. So, got married really young. Back, I know, back mid twenties. You have you have kids younger, but to think of my mom at twenty-two. And married with a kid, first of four. It's just weird. Mm-hmm. It's weird to think of your parents that young, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, my parents were older. And when yeah, you, your parents are, yeah, I mean, your parents are older. I was adopted. My mom was 37. 
And so you can't remember your parents in your thir- in your when they were in their thirties. No. Oh no, I hardly remember them in their forties. I, re- I can't I either. I was like I was like five when my mom turned forty. So yeah, I remember a fiftieth birthday, and even then I was you know twelve. I, I've got a picture of thirteen of my dad and my two brothers at the time because it was before Derek was born. Stand out front of my my parents' house, and if I go back and look at it, I'm probably two, maybe three in that picture, mm-hmm. which means in that picture my dad was twenty three. That's just yeah, you can't imagine it. So weird to me. So odd to think. Now, Moon's kids could all picture him in his 20s. Right. They all yeah. have pictures of him in my 20s. They're in them. They're, they're in them. They're taking the picture. You guys are both in your 20s. That's how young you yeah. are. They're two years younger than you. Yeah, it is weird because, mo- I mean, you know, most of the people I grew up with had, I mean, compared to me, they were all younger parents. They all had younger parents. Yeah. You know, and they had. Parents that had different experiences that were different parts of their lives that were living completely different lives. My parents had lived a lifetime, according to them, uh, without children, not planning on having children. So that when I was adopted and then my, my, my brother was born, they did the parenting style where they just gave up everything and did nothing that they did before. They gave up the social life and, and my At dad was like age. a badass, crazy mm. softball player. Like they gave up everything. He stopped coaching football, did nothing but their children, focused their lives on that. So because that's all I've seen, the rare glimpses I see of a photo of my parents being social or doing something or going to a game is a it that's a diff- those are two different humans. Mm. You know what I mean? Like they, they they had they had two different lives. There there were two phases before kids, after kids. But do you feel yourself people. now slowly morphing into them? I mean, I have these flashes of 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 moments where, you know, recently my kids, you know, put their playlists on on you know their their iPads. Mm. They make their own Spotify playlists, and you know, I have music blaring out of their rooms. And they're like top 40 radio. And I'll walk by and I'm like, what the hell is this garbage? <laughs> Just shaking your head. Is this what the kids are listening to? <laughs> or the take off your shoes, you're dragging stuff in the house. I remember when I first got into radio, my dad would make fun of the, the names of the bands, you know, in the quote unquote, quote unquote alternative world. I remember that like it was yesterday. Oh, yeah. My, my dad. Who the hell uh, is Trash Can Sinatra? My, I know, see, stuff my dad like got that. a kick the out of cure, Smashing Pumpkins. The cure to what? See if you good music. See if you could relate to any of this stuff. I think it was BuzzFeed. They asked their readers to share the moments they realized they were morphing into their parents. And a lot of this stuff I could so relate to. I recently washed out a hummus container to save it in case I need it someday. Done that. Yeah, I did that last night. <laughs> I did that last night too. Yeah. Duke's barbecue dropped off that barbecue and gave us those to-go cups. As my wife was like making a little like lunch, you know, she put it in a different Tupperware. She went to put it in the trash can. I go, you washed no, that no, out? No. I'm like, that's that's a great container. Or if you go to yeah, if you go to a Chinese food place and they and, and they don't, you know, they don't pack it in in the paper containers. They give you the plastic ones. Whoa, uh-huh. you ain't throwing those out. You wash <laughs> that out. We reusing that. I'm like, that's got a tight lid. I could bring uh-huh. soup to work in that. I'm like, you save that. <laughs> Patrigo realized he was acting like his parents when he was like. <gasps> I'm yelling at everyone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've, I've been my dad since I was 12, so I've just owned it. How about this one? Been there. When I went from, oh, hey, this restaurant has live music, cool, to, damn it, they're setting up a drum kit. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be too loud. I can't hear. <laughs> uh, when I first honestly thought to myself, 
I hope I get new socks for Christmas. Yep. Oh, dude, mm-hmm. I talked about that yesterday. Man, I need I need new socks. That was number one on my Christmas list this year. Socks. I get socks and underwear every year, and I so look forward to it. It's, we used to call amazing. that goods. Would you get some goods for some goods. for Christmas? Socks and underwear. Damn right. Mm-hmm. Happy with that. Oh hell yeah, <laughs> Jeff. Look, there's my Christmas list. What's number one on there? Fun high socks. Oh, fun high socks, yeah. <laughs> uh, when I started walking around my house turning off light switches, slightly complaining about the waste of electricity. Yep. I do that. When I started to repeat stories, every time I go home to visit, I'll hear things from my dad that he's either told me by phone already or stories I've heard a thousand times. I found out recently that I have also started telling people about stories from my past that I've already told them. God, I hope I never do that. <laughs> under you, the electricity part, you do it. Uh, under the electricity <laughs> part, I guess this is probably the same thing. But I've turned into my dad in the standing in front of the refrigerator with the door open. You know, oh, you mm. only take a picture of the refrigerator for you. Close the door. <laughs> Was something going to jump out at you? <laughs> And my dad used to say when we uh, would stand, you know, where if the front door was open, we're not, we're not air conditioning all the Fenton here. Mm-hmm. That was, yeah, I've, I've caught myself doing that too. What, do we live in a barn? Yep. Uh, when I ate at an expensive restaurant and for a second genuinely considered how much better and cheaper the meal would have been if I made it myself at home. <laughs> when my 10-year-old nephew let me win a video game because he felt bad for me, exactly <laughs> like I did to my dad 25 years ago on my Super Nintendo. That will never happen with me. I will smoke my kid in every video game. You think, but... Oh, no. I know. You're in for a rude awakening, my friend. <laughs> my kids are right at the age where I stopped asking for help with homework. Because my, par- my parents are both teachers, and they have... My dad is, like, such a meticulous dude. And he's one of the smartest human beings, like, a book smart people you will ever meet. Like, the dude had 150-something IQ. Crazy smart. Mm-hmm. Problem is with that... Is when you're 10 and you just want an answer or two to some stupid, you know, uh, asinine homework assignment that isn't teaching you anything where you're just filling out blanks. And you go down and you ask your dad, hey, man, can I have some help? And then he goes, well, can you give me the textbook? And then he wants to, you know, like review how long Uh division works or whatever and then figure it out so he can really help. And it turns into this 35-minute thing. I caught myself doing that a time or two, and I feel so <laughs> Let me see the textbook. Well, they'll bring some question up, and I go, I don't know how to solve this third-grade math problem. Like, let me see the textbook. I need to review how this works and get my head yeah, around the I've system. Yeah, I've done that, too. Now, you know, now, and, and you'll experience this, Tony, when, when your kids get into elementary school, now they're teaching, like, new methods to do math. Oh, yeah, they're killing me. They make me oh, yeah. like, so dumb. Every time, I see new math, every time I see new math, I'm like, I want yeah. nothing to do with yeah, it. My, my son is doing long division, and, you know, I, I was taught a certain way. And uh, I'm like, all right, here's what you do. He goes, that's not how they're telling us to do it. I'm like, this is how I did it. Yeah. I know, I know. That, that, that's Back in my day, this is how I did it. That's something we're dealing with. And when I figured that out and learned some of the curriculum changes, I, the only thing you can do is try to have the kid teach you. It's like, oh, this is yes. fun. Oh, cool, yeah. what a new way. See, we did it this other way, and you guys are doing it in this new fancy way. Teach me how to do that. And then... By the time they're done teaching you, they've got the answer to the problem they asked you. Are you saying it in a gentle way like that? Oh, hey, pal, this is how you're teaching it. I'm like, how are they teaching you at school? Let's show me. <laughs> yeah, I tr- yeah, I Let tried me see to. one of your worksheets. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to as, as of late. I'm sure I didn't. With, with my older kids, they probably dealt with the same thing. And I did uh, after day. complaining and and 
you know, clenching my, you know, fists and going, all right, we'll try to do it their way. <laughs> Fine. Get in the same we'll do it answer. their way. Unless you make it fun, they will never ask you for help again. Oh, I'm hoping. Promise. I'm telling you. If, I'm hoping. Yeah, if <laughs> aliens landed on this planet, if aliens landed on this planet, the first thing they did was tune into this show. They would go, man, Riz is angry. Yeah, we should go to Riz the next planet. All the time. No, no, no. I don't want to listen to this music. This is real, <laughs> this is real talk. But that's the thing. I'm trying to avoid that. I, I'm like consciously, I don't want to do that. I want to break all the cycles of the things that I didn't connect with my parents. I don't. I. I. I, I want to break that. Mm. Which is gonna be broken anyway because I'm, you know, a young parent. Even to my 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 younger kids, I'm still a young parent compared to my my uh, my parents. And the separation of of culture and society that I had with my parents there was a lot of things that were that were an impossible Boy, gap to bridge. I tell you what, you are my hero. What you mean? <laughs> <laughs> you just being snarky. Yes. You goofball. And then uh, after this happened over the weekend. Finding myself excited to go to Lowe's, <laughs> or I, I, I could insert Bed Bath & Beyond. Mm. As a kid, I hated being dragged into that store, but as an adult and homeowner, I totally get the appeal of buying power tools and gardening supplies and Hell yeah. One. and working on various home improvement projects. Completely agree. But, dude, this weekend I got an air fryer, I got a new cast iron pan, we got new placemats. Oh, man, that's awesome. I got a new spatula, Jeff. <laughs> Holy smokes. You got your, you got your winter spatula finally? <laughs> Good. My uh, my dad, a couple and weeks ago. And we got ago, a new brush to clean dishes. Oh, that's awesome. My dad, a couple <laughs> weeks ago, was like, hey, uh, I, I need you to do me a favor. I'm like, what's up? And he goes, I know you're going to hate this, but uh, I need you to meet me at Home Depot and carry some plywood. And I go, oh, hell yeah, I'll see you there. What time, noon? Uh -huh, Let's yeah. do it, noon. Right, I'll be go. there. All right. <laughs> I'm already there. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I got this. I'll use my Lowe's card. I'll be in the wood aisle. Come find me. Yeah, we're slowly morphing into our parents. Yeah. Some faster than others. <laughs> Some at a more accelerated rate. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I do think the age of 40 kind of hit me. Yeah. I was having this discussion uh, yesterday with somebody who's turning 49 or 50. I think it's 50. Uh, and he was like, you know, how bad was it? How? And I said, the 50 is not bad. The 51 is what's more weird because you're not even celebrating anything. You can't even just celebrate 50 mm -hmm. because it's in your rearview mirror. You know what I mean? As far as how tough it is. Because you've already hit that. Listen, I'm not one of those people that, you know, it's my 29th birthday, you know, for the 10th yeah. year in a row. No, I care less. But there are these milestones in life. And, you know, 40 is a big milestone. It's very big. Is 40 middle-aged anymore? To me, yeah. Uh, well, st statistically speaking, yeah. <laughs> it's a hey, little, man. It's slightly past. <laughs> hey, man. Hey. Go get and yourself something. You're middle-aged. Yeah. Yeah. I'm on the back something. nine. And yeah. considering you don't remember Welcome. the first seven years, yeah, we're, we're well can I, in. Can I play through? <laughs> I think I like about that, on the back nine. I think about that all the time. It's, it's like, not that bad. It really isn't. Yeah, at least we get to remember the majority. Well, you know, kind of. The, the majority of this this half. I remember going to Spencer's. Remember Spencer's gifts? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. They still have those around. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, dude! I got a whole bunch of fun stuff this Christmas. West yeah. County, right? Uh, West County Mall. It was out in uh, St. Charles. They would be yeah, a section like yeah. a like a you know a gag like a birthday gift section where it was all the over the hill stuff. I know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it was forty. Yep. Yeah. 
You you go to Party City and it's you know, you're turning forty, you old fart. What are you turning forty? <laughs> you know, you like, get oh the, my it, God. there would be the cane with the with the uh, on it. That's it over the hill. Yeah, uh-huh. yep. Yeah, they did. All those did was get more graphic and vulgar. Yeah, but at Spencer's, come on, man. The two places to go were the back right corner where the posters were. Well, it's, yeah, I need and a black the, light Led yeah, Zeppelin poster. And then all the mas- all the massagers that were right there. I don't remember the massagers. You don't, don't Do you remember, remember the massagers? Hell no. I was like 12. They, they weren't, there. I mean, it was kind of sort of marketed with a little bit of red, maybe a heart or two, but it was more supposed to be like for massaging your your muscles or sure. something, but it was shaped a certain way. I remember the, mm. uh, the, the underwear. Are you talking this, Jeff? I didn't see that stuff when I was a kid. And this is on Spencer's website. Oh, the oh, wand I, vibrators oh, and massagers. I just thought it was microphones that I wasn't yeah. interested in. <laughs> so what end do I sing into? Kept chipping the tooth? No, I remember. I just remember, like, the underwear. Like I think they called it Mr. Nose. <laughs> so it'd be like an elephant, and you put your ding-a-ling where the, where the trunk would be. <laughs> yeah, all that over the they hill still stuff. still make those? I just typed it in. We're going to look right now. All that over the hill stuff when we were a kid had, like, Old man jokes and yeah. like silly stuff and like you know uh, and like that was old, forty old lady cards or cards with old ladies with their boobs hanging down uh, you know to their mm-hmm. to their waist and now it's just way more vulgar like our forty year olds are, are like not as fart jokes don't go as far yeah it's got to be something more <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean who's the next to turn forty Scott no, no. I'm older than him. Yeah, thirty. I'm thirty-seven. Thirty-seven. But he's, he's, he's way older than me. <laughs> You're thirty-seven too, right? Yeah, I'm just a month behind him. All right. Mm. Uh, which makes me way more mature. Way more mature. I could oh, see yeah. it. Yeah, absolutely. I could totally see it. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I could totally see it. <laughs> yeah. They don't have the Mr. Nose underwear. I'm not seeing it. Oh. Yeah, not, at least not on Spencer's oh, uh, website. You know what I find myself this doing? This continued. <laughs> <laughs> that my dad does is, is uh, you know, because I take my kids out into nature as much as possible. We go hiking. We do elephant rocks. Yeah, but rocks. they always find their way back. There's yeah, a bad right. joke for you. Now, we do all, all oh this outdoorsy stuff because my dad was, you know, super like, like I mean, you know, a, a geologist and, and a science teacher and science guy. And we were all into that. And he was so into uh, into rocks. And I find myself really kind of pushing that on my kids. Anytime they bring a rock home, they're like, oh, Dad, look at this. This is so incredible. I'm like, oh, that's this type of geode or this type of quartz. And usually this is found in this state. And I just start going off. Oh, look at that elephant. Oh, those are cool. <laughs> I, one of us has owned one of those at one point, and he has to be Riz or Jeff. No, I will. I swear on my kids, I've never owned underwear like that. Oh, Jeff, when did you start modeling this stuff? I yeah. Mean, oh, that's is that not the a uh, Mr. Nose underwear? He sure is. is. That's a weird <laughs> nose. Okay. He's rocking it. You guys have stumbled across my charity work. Yeah. Look at that guy. That guy went to L.A. trying to get into modeling. Yeah. They're like, we got a perfect gig. You want to be an underwear model? We got a perfect gig for you. Yeah, cool. Victoria's (laughs) Secret, you know. Yeah, it's Calvin Klein's brother, Rick Klein, and uh, you'll have to get your ween out. Have you heard of uh, Mr. Nose? (laughs) Oh, you got that. How would you like to be Mr. Nose? (laughs) You're about to be the face of Mr. Nose. (laughs) This is just a stepping stone. You're going to be huge someday, and nobody's going to remember your Mm -hmm. Mr. Nose commercial. Mm Mm-hmm. I did a, uh, years ago, the cooking channel used to be uh, the Fine Living Network. Mm-hmm. Remember the Fine Living Network? Absolutely. I mean, it was on for a brief, brief time. So I don't know that. I, uh, I was asked to do a, a St. Louis show for the Fine Living Network. 
I remember this. You remember this? Holy cow. This is going Yeah, this way is years back. and years and years Holy ago. Holy cow. Years Mr. Ago. Nose made it you know, to the there, cooking show? There was more than one person in the building at the time thought that this was going to make you go bye-bye. Oh, like, really? Like you were going to go do TV stuff. Yeah. So I was uh, with this host going around the city. And uh, during the filming, I said to the host, I'm like, man. I'm like, I, I know we've never met before, but you look so familiar. Like, I know you from somewhere. <laughs> and he goes, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. I'm like, uh, where, I mean, what other stuff have you done? He goes, I did some commercial stuff. I said, uh, anything I would know? He goes, eh, I had a national campaign. It was like a herpes. <laughs> <laughs> like a herpes medicine. I'm like, you're the guy walking in Central Park with herpes. That's it. A- <laughs> Oh man! Yeah, I was. <laughs> I have herpes, your autograph. I was the herpes guy, and my twin brother was the uh, rapist and unsolved mysteries. Uh, <laughs> do you ever hear about those guys? Like I saw, like a it wasn't a 2020, but it was like a behind the scenes thing. Yeah. On, uh, did you see this too? Oh, I like think it was Dateline on the on the actors that played like the real creep bad guys oh, on yeah. on the 2020 specials and the, the, the reenactments. Dude, I saw an interview and I thought it, I saw it online, but it might have been like a Dateline or a 2020 where they interviewed a guy that was on Law and Order SVU as a guy that was a serial uh, pedophile. Like he, he his thing was he would kidnap children mm-hmm. and and use them for sexual purposes and. He said after the show, he'd be walking down the street and people would like try and push him into traffic. Oh my God. And spit in his face. <laughs> and and he's like, man, I'm an actor. I'm like, I'm an actor. Ice T is in the show. I'm an actor, you know? And Must they were be like, a really good one. Yeah. And they were like, they're like, he said to this day, like he had to kind of pretty much go into hiding for a little bit until the episode was like X amount of years long before he felt safe going out. Well, I think, you know, hey man, I did a pretty good job. Yeah, think that through. Yeah. People really think I'm a rapist. All right. <laughs> Great job. Hey, Tim, hell of a rapist. You so this this had... guy, you know, he was embarrassed. He's like, yeah, I didn't know. It's the face of Altrex for a while. Wouldn't you be embarrassed? I always think, like, there's 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 commercials that run, like, during daytime TV where it's, like, the Addiction Network, and it's just some random guy, and he's like, I was addicted to crack cocaine. And I'm like, no, you weren't. You're an actor because I've seen you in other commercials. <laughs> and now, every time I see you, I go, how's that crack cocaine addiction going, buddy? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. As you're trying yeah. on that insole from Dr. Scholes. The guy in one of our videos, the Sidewalks video, uh... Ended up landing commercial after commercial after commercial. And then on our like uh, message boards and different things, like, you guys got the Taco Bell guy in your uh, in your video. Yeah, hey. I was like, no, we had him Taco first. Bell guy. I'd rather be the Taco Bell guy than the Valtrex guy. <laughs> he was Taco oh, yeah. Bell. He was Home Depot. Well, he was makes the other one burn, probably. <laughs> to the guy that's modeling the... Uh... It all burns just different ends. <laughs> So I wonder if the guy modeling the uh, Mr. Nose underwear, I wonder if he's got other work. That's the Valtrex guy. The Valtrex guy. All right, we go out to Wentzville for our Team Riz member of the day. It's Adam Yates. Oh, Adam Yates. the Yateses. The Yates eye? We know the Yates. <laughs> we know the, the Yateses. <laughs> we know the Yateses. They are great. Uh, he is a podcast listener and a three-time New Year's Eve attendee. Loves Freak of the Week. Loves the special guest we have in. Loves when your dad is on the show. The Yateses are the uh, folks at New Year's. They gave us little care packages. Oh, yeah. For when we went home with our uh-huh. lady. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh. Uh, Adam loves discussing the show with his wife on a daily basis. She's also a fan. 
They're uh, they're starting their own Rilla Fake Challenge so they could play along with us. And he's honored to be a Team Riz member and would even get a Riz Show tattoo. Oh. No, 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 don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> do what you want. Just get a sticker. Adam Yates from Wentzville is the Team Riz member of the day. Gets a super sweet Team Riz member of the day soccer jersey. Get yourself signed up. 1057thepoint.com slash Team Riz. Unfortunately for me, I didn't take care of my teeth when I was in my teens and my 20s. As an adult, I know this is now something I have to do. Foley Dental Group makes it easy for me to get over my fear of the dentist and go and have the routine stuff done all the way from crowns to root canals. Now, all you have to do is go to FoleyDentalGroup.com. They're in Maryville, Illinois, just a short drive away from St. Louis. You can even be like Riz. He's doing the Invisalign. Anything that has to do with your teeth, Foley Dental Group, they've got you covered. Make sure you check them out online and book an appointment today at FoleyDentalGroup.com. Fully Dental Group out in Maryville, Illinois. Four six Walker three one four six nine two five five three seven. Cameras and chat room one zero five seven thepointcom slash Riz on the socials at R I Z Z Show. Emails Riz Show at one zero five seven thepointcom I think uh, later on this morning, gonna go away with some prizes. Uh oh. Tickets to go see Weezer and the Pixies over at Enterprise. Tickets to go see Panic at the Disco at Enterprise. I think later on it's a matchup with Moon. We played last week. Uh, I won a round. He won a round. So are at zero. All still. tied up. All right, emails. Ratio 1057thepoint.com. Uh, listening to Tuesday's show, you guys were talking about uh, records being made of one's ashes. I guess somebody came out and said, hey, we can oh, make you, your yeah, ashes. Oh, you could and- press it into a record. Yeah, yeah. the final and you know, vinyl. And yeah. Ooh. Nice. Thank you. Nice. Thank you. Write that down. All <laughs> right. So, you know the pops and crackles that you'd hear on a record? They're saying if you press your ashes into a vinyl, the pops and crackles are you. <laughs> the, the, That's the so memories, creepy. Yeah. The memories of you. Uh, also, we talked about songs that were played at our funeral. <clears throat> our emailer says, I had what I thought was an amazing idea. Being somewhat of a pyro and loving to blow stuff up, what better way than to have your ashes put into fireworks? And that's, that's been done. I believe so. Yeah. Who was uh, shot out of a cannon? Oh, Hunter S. Thompson. He also says there would be plenty of beer on tap so the falling remains can land in your glass. And by the end of the night, you can truly say, I will be a part well, of you. Well, that's disgusting, that honestly. <laughs> Nobody wants that. Nobody wants a beer with, like, Nobody per- wants- person pulp in it. <laughs> no. no. Nobody- First of all, ash, period. I don't care if it's human ash or, or ash from a, from a, from a log. That's not what it looks like. It's like kitty litter. Yeah. It's like it's like cat litter. It's not, you know. It's a lot pow- more powdery than we would think, right? I think it's For less. Lack pow- of a better term, I think it's obviously. less powdery than you would think. Oh, is it? Well, you don't know what what'll happen if you're stuffed inside a mortar, and then you know blown up. Right. Well, good point there. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, it almost looks like. Uh, it almost looks like if you took 
mortar from like laying bricks and then and cut it out. Like, look at this. You get what I'm saying? Like, it's it's sort of powdery, but then there's also chunks. It looks like ashes. It looks like quickcrete almost. Yes, thank you. That's what I was trying to to think of. All right, I'm not a. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of having that in my drink. <laughs> I don't think anybody wants that. <laughs> yeah, I think it was Hunter S. Thompson was loaded into a cannon and just shot. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Listen, I'm down with the with the loading you up and fireworks thing, but the ashes thing and the beer. And the beer, no. That's that's a little wacky. Loading you up and fireworks. <laughs> <laughs> Next. Uh, do you guys think it is common courtesy to discuss taking vacation time off with the person who's going to be your backup? So, in other words, your fill-in at work. What do you mean? Like, like, hey, I'm going to be taking some time off and then talk about your your trip and everything to the to the person, I guess, that's going to be covering for you? I to, mean, is, is that weird? No. To me, no. it's like good business, I would think. It's not weird. To ensure that the other person will be at work to cover for you and make sure that they do not already have plans to take off. That seems like that that's, would be that's, that's a good yeah. thing Courtesy. to do. It's, it's what if you and your backup want to be Being off? a good co-worker. What if you you and your backup want to be off at the same time? Do you feel that it is up to management to find that coverage? Yeah. Yeah. Well, but here's somebody's what, first job? Here's what management will do. Management will be like, hey, you can't take off that week because so-and-so's out. Sally's out, so we need you to cover for Sally. Done. Also, is it a total D move to request vacation time off knowing that someone else has already plans to take those days off? Is this somebody's first, like, real big person job, I I'm think? I'm assuming so. <laughs> I don't know. What kind of questions are these? I don't know. You can't even yell at them because their last name is anonymous. <laughs> that is not how you spell that, correct, by the way. That is not how you spell no, that. that is the Pennsylvania Dutch uh, spelling. How do you spell it? A-N-O-N-A-M-O-U-S. That's not how you spell it. Sorry. Yeah, it's like famous only with a guy. Great questions. Got to know the answer. Your manager will know all your of those manager, answers. Your manager, yes, go to your manager. Setting a time off, you're either going to be granted or not, and then there's going to be somebody that's going to cover for you. Yeah, I'm putting in yes, for it my is time off. It is common courtesy to go, hey, here's what I do. Uh -huh. Here's what to expect. Yeah. Moon's covering for me. Should I tell him I'm not going to be here? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Next. <laughs> Came across this article. Uh, this is uh, Rebecca. Wanted all you guys' opinions on it. It's about a bride that wants to make her blue-eyed bridesmaids wear a different color contact, like brown, for example, to better match the dresses. think this is a bit over the top. However, some people I talked to with said that the wedding is for the bride and the groom, and that's no different than picking out specific out dresses, I mean, shoes, hairstyles. Yes, I mean, they're right. It. They're right. You don't have to agree to be a... I mean, an again, another wacky thing to do. Yeah. And, I mean, telling somebody to get their hair cut a certain way is different than, here, take these plastic things and stick them on your eye. Not everybody's going to want to put contacts no. in. No. I, st I still say even going to get the haircut is ridiculous. Yeah. If I'm in somebody's wedding, like, if, if I mean, listen, if, I, if, if it's my brother, okay, let's say I had a brother, and I have long hair, okay, and it looks gross. Not long, luscious locks like you, Scott. Oh, but like, if I have like, because my hair is straight and gross when it's long, and he and I show up and he goes, "Come on, man, cut your hair." Clean yourself wedding. up a little bit. Cut your hair for my wedding. I'd be all right. But if like it's a female and I'm the bride and I go, I want everybody to have pixie cuts. I'd go, go to hell. Listen, I'm, not, I'll I'm wear, not doing a pixie cut. For I'll your wear wedding. a color I don't like 
for a day. Yes. I don't want this to affect me tomorrow and the next day until whatever it is grows out. Yeah. yeah. For, for my yeah. wedding, I convinced my old man, uh, her dad, her stepdad, and her grandpa to all wear Chuck Taylors. None of them would ever wear those shoes ever. Yeah, but they, they, they wore them take for, them off. They wore them for one day, and that's the last time they ever wore them. Nobody cut their hair. Nobody... Shave their beard weird or put a listen. Not everybody wants to put in. contact lenses in, right? And yeah. listen, if you don't want to do it, then don't be a bridesmaid. Right. It's yeah. it's their wedding. Wacky idea or not, you're not forced to do it. Yeah, that is crazy though. If she says well, it is crazy, do this or you're not. Do this or you're not in my wedding. Doesn't say cool. I don't have to be in your Dude, wedding. Be great. I, I would literally go. Well, we're clearly off. not friends then, and I am not in your wedding. The get, funny thing like, is, I'm going to be the voice of reason here and try to talk you out of this because you're a, a wackadoodle. Here's a quote from the uh, <laughs> uh, from the actual article itself. I'm offering to let them select any other color, even a rich amber brown like mine. I'm not afraid of being overshadowed on my day. So huh. you can pick any color. Well, sounds like they have prettier eyes than you, right? So, and it's and it's really only the ones with the blue eyes because the dresses I think are like a yellow or something like that, and she doesn't want them to clash. A blue and yellow, yeah, something to that effect. What? Again, if it's a multiple wedding colors day, are chartreuse. Yeah, if it's a multiple day, multiple. If it's a multiple day, if it's affecting me for multiple days in my lifestyle, then yeah, you you are sort of governing things uh, for me in a way that isn't okay. Yeah, that's not fair. But if you do make them do that, you better pay for them. Not make them pay too. for those contacts. I would never put contact lenses in for anybody. No. Nobody. I can't do it. I tried wearing contacts. I physically can't touch my eyeball. I can't either. I just can't do it. I tried to. Nope. Can't do it. I can touch it, but on the side, okay, but I can't imagine just... Nope. Nope. Oy. I got and like a douche chill even just thinking about it. It's a big yeah. world, a big life. You don't, I don't want to be in your wedding. You know what I'd say? That's cool. You know what? I'm just, I'll see you at the reception. Uh, yeah, I was like, I don't want to mm-hmm. be in your wedding. I'll just come eat your uh, open bar. Free Everything food is fine. Free booze with uh, my brown colored eyes over here. Thanks. Next. Uh, on the topic of what's going to kill you that was discussed. Uh, uh, oh, did, yesterday, yes. Yeah, I guess we talked about how the uh, survival rate for non-hospital heart attack, cardiac arrest is really bad. You know, oh, what yeah, I mean? se- seventy to ninety percent. Seventy, yeah. And this, if you is, have a heart attack outside of a hospital, it's bad news. And this is Mike, the paramedic. He said you'd be surprised to find out that only ten percent of people who go into cardiac arrest survive. And he, I mean, I looked it up. About 90% of people who experience an out-of-hospital cardiac arrest die. 90%. And this is a uh, paramedic saying this, and he said uh, that's why you need to have one of those bystander CPRs. Although, yep, and according to 2014 data, nearly 45% of out-of-hospital cardiac arrest victims survived when bystander CPR was administered. It's having a heart attack and somebody not knowing what to do yeah. around you is what is what the killer is. Well, they... They told my old man that if he would have called and waited for the ambulance, he probably would not be here today. Right. Your mom drove uh, him. Mm-hmm. But thank God they were close to the hospital. Less than less than two-minute drive. Right. Thank God. Yeah, if they would have waited for the ambulance. Yeah. They said that, that was probably the best idea they wow. did was get in the car. Because they literally walked in. There was a huge long line because it was it was in January. So people were there with, like, flu and things like that. And they walked in. And, and, my he, mom and walk- he said, "I'm Papa Patrico." <laughs> no, my, my, my mom, my mom walked into the, the uh, to the uh, 
to the front, you know, of the line. And they were like, she goes, I think my husband's having a heart attack. He's having chest pains and shortness of breath. And they looked at him and they go, let's go. And they put him in and like cut his clothes off and literally bam, right there hey, before they even jeans. got him in a room. Thank God. These are good jeans. Do you know the first couple of steps? If you guys look over and see on, that I'm having a heart attack. Uh, we take off our shirts. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> You put my pants on. Uh-huh. <laughs> first, and then I well, first root through your pockets, right, to look for. While they're doing any- that, I go to Indeed.com and I try and find somebody to take your job because oh, this is ridiculous. Oh, wow. What a jerk! In with the good. You guys out just with the talked bad. about somebody taking their pants off while they're having a heart attack, but what I've said is over the top. You first guys are all, all yeah, jerks. You already first had of all, me dead. we're putting his pants back on. Yeah. Whatever. Hey. <laughs> step number one. I'm just going to sit here and let you guys handle. So what's step number one? Step number one is yell and scream, panic, right? Pretty close. Yeah. Is have somebody call 911. Yes. That's the one thing that everybody just forgets when you're going through. Is like you start tending to the first thing you do is call 911. Yeah, have them call 911. Try to keep the person calm, sit them down or lie them down. And if they're not allergic to aspirin, have them chew and swallow, if possible, a baby aspirin. And they say chew it because if you swallow it, it'll take more time to, mm-hmm. to get in the system. And then if the person stops breathing, that's when you go for the CPR. And then you tell me where all the weird stuff at your house is so I right. can go before anybody finds it. <laughs> yeah. Call 911, lay them down, keep them calm, baby aspirin, tell, remind them that, that you are going to delete their browser history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The VHS that says Ford Car Show is not a Ford Car Show. Tell so-and-so I love delete them. Delete my browser Adidas history. box under the guest bed. Throw my computer in a bathtub. Here's all my passwords. Now you got to move the Adidas box, Moon. Way to go. <laughs> Next, uh, Roger here uh, uh, emailed in. I think he's a fan of Game of Thrones. I'm not positive. Just want to say my fiance and I were big skeptics of watching Game of Thrones at first as well, but we decided to make the commitment a few seasons ago and powered through five seasons of Game of Thrones in less than a month, enough to watch the very last episode of season five as it aired. It went by so fast because we got sucked in hard. Okay. Mm-hmm. But Game of Thrones has everything for everyone, so at least one thing in season one will eventually get each one of you hooked. Yeah, I agree. There are surface-level thrills, uh, like uh, apparently there's nudity, uh, cursing, blood, guts, all that stuff. The action's great, and the cinematography is top-notch as well. But the drama, the acting, the writing, the dialogue... Did uh, George R.R. Martin <laughs> write this in? Because... <laughs> I'm only about a third of the way through his review. Get it? Way. You're a fan. I'm, I'll watch it. <laughs> the guy's right. I mean, he's quoting stuff from different seasons. Cool. I, I will watch it. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm going to watch it. The acting, the budget, everything improves as you go. But again, first season drags. I had you have I had, to complete the first season and then make your decision. I had more than one person tell me that I need to give it three episodes before I make my decision. They said after three episodes, you will be able to say, "Okay, I'm going to stick with this, or I'm out." Yeah, it's just, I mean, it's like... That's more than one person said that to me. It's like any character-driven thing. It takes a while to develop the characters until you, you know, for you to attach yourself to them. But that first season, it's the whole thing is just, it's an exercise and setup. Are there dragons? Yeah, Puff, the magic dragons in it. I'm not telling you anything. (laughs) I have been a huge... Except for just do it. I have been a huge hater on Game of Thrones. I am going to give it another shot, and if I like it, I will fully admit that I was wrong. Hater? Yeah, I mean, what do you mean? Uh, yeah, well, yeah hater as in every time it's brought up, he's like, uh, I'm not watching yeah, that. It ain't yeah, for me. It's, yeah. I'm not watching it. I don't get the hype. That is not for me. I beg you, though, do the whole gonna, first season. I'm going to try it. I'm so going to try it. I think it's 10. I think it's 10 episodes. I watched uh, uh, the uh, Fire uh, documentary 
the Hulu one yesterday. Yeah, you know, there are two competing documentaries on that Firefest. Oh, really? Oh, really? The one that went, you know, went real bad in the Bahamas, where all these people got ripped off. It was supposed yeah. to be a VIP concert experience mm -hmm. and wound up being a disaster. So there's one on Hulu, there's going to be one on Netflix. It, what a piece of garbage this guy is. I don't want to spoil it for you, but is this guy is it a something, dick. something McFarland, right? Billy McFarland. Billy McFarland. Yeah. He was the organizer. Him and Ja Rule. Yeah, Ja Rule is certainly not innocent. He's still uh, in litigation with their, their original attorneys. And I don't want to spoil it for you, but it is bad. It is worse than you thought. Because there's a lot of the people that paid a lot of money and or the social influencers, you know, the, those people that got to go there for free, that as soon as they left their house, they started recording. And as their trip goes... It's a one it was bad supposed to be private plane. They get on the, a plane, they're all in coach, and that's the first sign. They're like, "Ooh, what's? Oh yeah, private this is plane really to an island, you know, and then they hear VIP about tents and gourmet food and Blink live music." When they decided to bounce out, everybody went, "Ooh, what's going on here?" Then they're flying over the joint, and you look down and you see nothing but these white, you know, uh, yurts almost looking. They're just white tents. And they're like, oh, no. Water, the, the the first bit of water was like five miles away. Oh, my oh. God. And the video, that the, the promo video that they put together and then what they wound up. Oh, I remember the promo video. Dude. And they talked to the to the people that were the promo, you know, the marketing people, and they feel horrible. They're like, we did what we were told to do. We didn't it wasn't it like girls on like, uh, it was like. Like hot chicks and bikinis on boats and yeah. nice. Oh, yeah. it was that you would have you know, so full funny. access to. And this is not the only scam this guy did. There was a, a credit card thing that he did. Oh man, and that's a Fyre Firefest. Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't, I'm gonna watch one that comes out on Netflix. He's supposedly running another scam from from jail right now too. Believe oh, it or not, good for him. Yeah. Next. Uh, hey, guys, I've been listening for a few years now, but uh, didn't actually know what you all looked like uh, up until about a year ago. I thought you might find it entertaining slash funny to know what I pictured you all to look like based Ooh. off of just your voices before I actually found out your true forms. I don't know when sometimes uh, I meet somebody and they go, oh, that's what you look like? Am I insulted? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, I, we get that a lot. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's not what I pictured. I've, mm -hmm. I've gotten Would you picture? You don't look as old as everybody says. Back mm -hmm. in the day, it was Tony's not as fat as everybody says. Is really is Riz really as grumpy as everybody says? Yes. You know that sort of stuff. <laughs> Somebody came up to us at the at the last one and came right to me and goes, "Oh my God, Jeff!" And I was like, yeah, "No." Yeah. So your reply had to be, "He wishes," right? No, I think I went. Uh, no, he's he's. I was so caught off guard. He, I was like, "He's standing next to me. This is Jeff." You could always say you're a lot more handsome than I thought. That's true. I'll take that. <laughs> so just real quickly here, and she sent links, but some of it was the exact person that I'm going to announce and, or say, and some of it was just a generic picture, so no big deal on those. But she thought Moon looked exactly like Steven Tyler. What? Nice. From the 60s? From voice. From voice alone. Oh, oh. This oh, person has oh, never okay. seen us. Yeah. All right. Voice alone. She pictured what, Steven Tyler. Which, what what Steven era? Tyler? There's like seven of them. <laughs> now he's an old grandma. Yeah. Now he's like an old grandma. <laughs> the picture she sent, I would say, would be early 2000s. Well, Steven Tyler. Early maybe. 2000s. Close. Yeah. Steven Tyler. He was still yeah. 50. Yeah, it's close. Okay. King Scott, uh, she said, pictured, uh, looked like Michael Sarah. All right. Okay. 
That's fine. All right. Yeah. I can get that one. I get that one. Yeah, I can get I that. I get that. I hear that. Uh, Michael Sarah's the kid from uh, Arrested Development yeah. and Superman. Superbad. Tons yeah. of movies. Do you know who Nate Torrance is? Nope, but I'm looking him up. That's who she said she pictured Donnie looking like because he's on a whole bunch and obviously after she Nate oh, Torrance. Yeah, we know this guy. Let's it's see. one of the guys where you go, okay. oh, yeah, I know that guy. Yeah. He always plays a wacky uh, character. Yeah, he's yeah. always a friend. Yeah, or, it looks like yeah. a happy guy that could that could do a funny, angry guy. Uh, and then after that, uh, it's just generic stuff here. Riz, uh, you just look like a businessman with black hair that always wore a suit and tie. Okay. Yep. <laughs> Jeff, you look like some kind of laid-back hippie man. Oh. And the picture she sent over was, you know, if you Googled laid-back hippie man, it was a guy with dreads and yeah, white smoking, guy with dreads. I think, a cigarette. Smoking. Smoking a cigarette. And Tony, picture, uh, I, I picture you exactly how you actually do look. Well, you're welcome. Oh, nailed it. About that. She's you're welcome. Oh, she said, unfortunately. So, but, but, <laughs> no, she but you didn't say anything to her reactions of our actual Mm-mm. looks. No, she did not. She said she was disappointed. You know what's interesting? I've heard, I mean, I, every single time somebody comes up, they go, whoa, no way. That's not what I expected you to, to, to look like. No one ever expects me to look like this. And then they always say, you actually do sound like that in real life. I go, yeah, uh, yeah. you think I put this yeah. on? This is not what you choose not to put act. on. Well, <laughs> and to be honest, with uh, with a lot of other radio personalities, they kind of put on these phony voices. And right. Yeah, but this isn't the one you, you I can't even for. imagine what you're talking about. And even, <laughs> even different accents. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. Kind of playing it up more than it really is. What no you don't know here. is King Scott. Actually has a Korean accent. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> in, in, real in real life. life. Yes. Uh, in real life. But right. I have I do such a terrible job doing that I have to not speak my normal language. Uh-huh. But I have been the told that, uh, no. I have been Just told go with it. multiple multiple times by different people that they expected me to have longer blonde hair and look kind of surfer. Like a surfer guy? Yep. Yep. Huh? I've heard like these. Uh, I can totally of, understand that because you always say vibe guy. and you're always like <laughs> you got a long blonde hair vibe to you, man. Yeah, I mean, I guess I see it. Yeah. I've heard somebody come up to you and say, "Wow, I thought you really looked like Minnie Mouse," but no, yeah, no, <laughs> just, just going sound off like voice. It. I only have four fingers, but <laughs> all right, one more, Jeff. Uh, happy birthday over there, Riz. What's up, Riz Show? I've been listening to you guys since the days of the old show, and I'm now a regular webcam podcast weirdo. Thank you guys for entertaining me and all the other weirdos out there. I went to the Deerbergs in uh, De Pere after work. Thought I'd get some beer while I was there as I was walking down the beer aisle. I thought, hey, maybe they have some taken care of business. Oh, you mean the beer? Uh huh. <laughs> the beer. Uh huh. The beer. You. Programming note, they did put in parentheses the beer with an exclamation point. Sure enough, they had about five six-packs, so naturally I grabbed two. I've been looking for a while now uh, with no luck, so I'm super stoked. Then I finished my shopping with the biggest smile on my face. I was giddy as a schoolgirl. I'm drinking my first one now, and it is delicious. Oh, it lives up to the hype. Get them get all you can because uh, they ain't making no more. Yeah. that's from And tomorrow... Tony and Moon will be at Shamrocks in St. Peter's for kind of a like a going away party for the beer. Mm-hmm. Call it a going away party. Uh-huh. They'll be out there from six to eight o'clock. I believe there's a blues game tomorrow night too. You got it at six. At six, whoa! So uh, tomorrow night, yeah, and get that beer while you can. And I love the people that are posting to social media. Hey, found it at the awesome. uh, you know Eureka Schnucks or mm-hmm. found it at the you know DePere Deerbergs. That's great. People buying that up. And a big thanks, to, of course, to uh, O'Fallon Brewery for 
What a successful campaign. Am I right, guys? Sure Am was. I right? Absolutely. Yep. I think I ought to get some for myself. Probably. I'm, uh, I'm running low at the Riz House. Got to get some of them beers. VictoryMensHealth.com. Start there if you aren't feeling like yourself anymore. I did that. I made an appointment with a doctor in a doctor's office. That's called Victory Men's Health. It is not a storefront where you come in self-diagnosed and say, that's what I need. And I go, okay, here you go. Hope it all works out. No, doctors, your board-certified urologists that are going to help you out. And you will feel so much better. Start at the correct website if you're looking for testosterone replacement therapy. VictoryMensHealth.com. Be you again. The Rizzuto Show. Crap on celebrities. All right, welcome back, Tom, to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your crap on celebrities. You know what? Uh, I failed to mention, everybody failed to mention, at least unless I dozed yesterday. Yesterday was, I believe, the one-year anniversary of uh, the Cranberries lead singer, uh, Dolores O'Riordan, passing. Oh, really? I yeah, that. I saw oh, no, that no. after the show, I think on Twitter or something. And uh, maybe, maybe this isn't ironic then, um, but uh, they put out a new song today. With with Dolores in it? Uh, yeah. And uh, it's in there if you want to check it out. It's yeah. called All Over Now. And I, I don't know. She told me she fell on the ground. She that the truth would be found. Do you remember? What was her cause of that? What, accidental overdose? I think it was accidental overdose. Alcohol or something. Like uh, her body ba- uh, basically gave up, I think. Is that yeah, right? I think it was alcohol related. Yeah. All I know is she is, uh, you know, Kate Beckinsale's my movie crush. She is my Kate Beckinsale of music. Massive influence on me. She died as a result of accidental drowning in a bathtub that's due to it. sedation by alcohol intoxication. Aye. So they have a, a an album that's going to be coming out in uh, late April, April 26th, and it's going to be called The End. Wow. All over now is the single. End is the uh, is the record again. April twenty sixth. Uh, I know that Tony, you did this, and I know a handful of other people did this on social media. The ten year challenge. Oh yeah, yeah. Where you do a picture of your, I guess your first profile. I, cu- or I couldn't whatever. find it, so I just posted old pictures. Yeah, same, same. Well, <laughs> you can do two thousand nine and right. Is that the, is that the ten year challenge? Two thousand nine yeah. versus. Or 2018. I couldn't find that picture, so I just was like, here's a bunch of old pictures. That's <laughs> exactly what today. I did, too. And, and what's funny is both of us had massive weight fluctuations yeah, throughout our yeah. pictures for varying reasons. Uh, the best, and celebrities are doing it, obviously, as well. But the, what, is, what do you think is the best celebrity 10-year challenge picture out there? I could tell. Oh, I saw I this. If you, if you think you know what it is, will you pull it up? Who do you think, what celebrity has changed the most in the last 10 years? And this I celebrity this. put their side-by-side 10-year challenge. And you know what? I'd like out. that this person could could have a little humor about yes. things. Yep, that's it. Yeah, that's a that's a big deal. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Kate, that's, Kate, let's, Kate, we're looking at Caitlyn Jenner, and it's, it's, I believe I, I think it's up on the blog. If not, if you yes, the 10-year challenge was so Caitlyn Jenner put up a picture of Bruce. One of the from, other <laughs> from back in the day. One of the other big ones, and I don't know if he actually posted this, or if this was just uh, you know um, advertisements or or whatever it was for uh, plant-based diets. Is they did the Kevin Smith 2009 and yeah. Kevin Smith 2019, mm. and I'll tell you that's a big one. Oh, Kevin Smith, yeah. I, that's a big one. I, I saw us out on, like, plant-based uh, um, websites. I don't know if Kevin did it himself. But I have a whoa. legit question about Bruce Jenner, Caitlyn Jenner. Yes. Does she still have it or no? I think no. I've, oh, okay. really? 
I thought she did still have it. I've heard both. That's why yeah, I'm like, the, uh, the, the, yeah, the goods twi- and services. And <laughs> the goods and services, yes. <laughs> Richard and the twins, I believe, are still hanging out down there. But I don't know. I, 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 I thought I thought no. I thought there was rumors that she did. I thought there was rumors That's that she the didn't. Thing, though, with somebody that big at that particular time, uh, with the family that that Caitlin is connected to, you would think we would all know. Like it was an event that we found I out. I thought when. they said. I don't know if they would know. Uh, the, the the few people I know that have done uh, the transition like this. It's it's kind of their business, and besides yeah, one Caitlyn besides Jenner, one of them who's who's made it clear that that. Uh, oh, Caitlyn Jenner revealed she had gender affirming surgery, but it's no one's business. So that yeah, means but, yes. In but, a press release, she said it's nobody's business. But, but Bruce yeah. Bruce transitioned to Caitlyn kind of in front of everybody, so. Right, but I mean, still, it's still their business to share what they want to share, and then. I mean, there was a reality show. You know, I mean, it was cameras so were gone. rolling pretty much all the time. So it's gone, right? But but gender so that's that. But gender affirmation surgery is surgery reass- sex reassignment surgery or SRS, a surgical procedure by which a transgender person's physical appearance and function of their existing sexual characteristics are altered to resemble that socially associated with their identified gender. Which. Doesn't Realistically, mean. can't you say getting a boob job? Yeah. Is that? Or does this solely well, no, mean genitalization? When, when you transition in front of the world and you have cameras rolling, you do a reality show, I mean, you can't be upset when somebody asks you that question. Oh, I, know, I didn't say that. I didn't say you that. Know? I just said that if he doesn't, if he, or sorry, if she doesn't want us to know, then we don't, then we won't know. It is, it is funny that, that Caitlin put up the, the Bruce and then the the Caitlin picture. Yeah, she wrote, uh, now that challenge. is a 10-year challenge. <laughs> yeah, be authentic to yourself. So uh, raise your hand if you have the Netflix. I do. Hands up. Multiple recent surveys have suggested that Netflix is very, very underpriced. Very underpriced. In one, check this out, 64% of us said that we would pay up to 15 bucks a month for Netflix if we had to. How much is Thir- it now? Or uh, 36, 36 percent said they'd uh, consider canceling if they raised their rates. Another 83 percent said they'd be willing to pay two dollars more per month to keep Netflix ad free. And here's more. 21 percent said they'd be cool paying more than 16 bucks a month. Guess what I they're think, doing? I think it's pretty well priced now. Guess what they're doing? Raising, Raising prices. prices. They've announced their largest price hike in their 12 year and history. And damn it, Netflix, you raise your prime, still paying. Yeah. Yeah. Well, huh? yeah. I'm still paying. King Scott was sitting next to me and he, and he gets some email or an alert and he goes, Netflix is raising their prices. And I go, Good for them. I'll pay it. Yeah, I'll pay it. So here's here's what's going to happen. It's not that much, but it is going up. The standard most popular plan will go from 11 a month to 13 a month. Lowest plan will go from 8 to 9. The highest uh, plan that has the ultra high definition is going to go from 14 to 16. I'll pay. Should I get Hulu? Is it. Should I do it? It just depends yeah. on what you want. I got it for somebody reminded me because I was trying to think of why I got it. It was from for Castle Rock. And is that there anything show, Hulu exclusive that I'd be that I'm missing out on? Castle Rock. Castle Rock and a couple others. I forget the one that Handmaid's uh, Handmaid's Tale. Okay, so the, yeah, that one in Castle Rock we back to backed. And that made whatever months that took us to do certainly worth it. Castle Rock is great. You would love that. But is there any is anything else? Is Castle Rock that's the Stephen King. Oh, okay. Kind of yeah, one. So, I mean, yeah. is there anything that that I'm on looking there right now. that you can't get anywhere else? That I can't get anywhere else besides 
besides series. Right. Mm-hmm. Marvel's Runaways? No. Clearly not um, missing them. If you didn't even know. I have it and I like it. Do you find yourself watching that more than Netflix? Um, it depends. I got the Amazon Prime. You get the Prime video with that. Yeah. It's third in the tier. You can do without it. But if you like Castle Rock and some similar some similar shows, then like, then think is it. it isn't and correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't because I have Hulu, but it's through my kids' college account or something, whatever. But isn't Hulu more for people who don't want to pay for a cable service and they want to kind of pick and choose their channels? It, so, so as opposed yes. to an add-on yes. for for original content, maybe no. For me, I wanted to, and, and the main reason that I got Hulu was because I wanted to watch the entire series of Brooklyn Nine-Nine, and it was one of the only places that had it. From, from, from episode one to the end. They've got Bob's Burgers, Family Guy, American Dad. Another good thing about it is so like they have all these Fox shows. Like let's say you miss Family Guy on Sunday. To watch it on demand or whatever, you gotta wait until Monday, sometimes even Tuesday. It'll be on Hulu this immediately. is immediately. Yeah. If you're if you're a guy that's transitioning if you're a guy that's transitioning uh-huh. from uh from cable or dish or something like that, then Hulu is probably your perfect uh you know, nicotine gum. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like it's Mm. It's closer. It's on the way. Uh, Every episode of South Park is on there, too. Mm. Every one. So they're doing another in this series of movies. There was two, and then there was a long time. Then there was one in 2016. Now they're going to do another one. Anybody. Wait, one more time. Say it again. There was two originally. The first one was Gangbusters. Awesome, great. Second one was pretty decent. Yes. Another Ghostbusters. But... They're not going to do the all-female one. Go ahead. But you know who's directing it? Mm-hmm. Jason Reitman. Jason Reitman. Yeah. Who's the son of Ivan Reitman, who did the first, the first two, two, right? Yeah. And he says, quote, so much respect for the 2016 version. Would like to see those Ghostbusters continue. But he does say this is the next chapter in the original franchise, not a reboot. What happened in the 80s and is in the 80s. This is set in present day. So he's saying it's not going to be, you know, another one with the females. It's They're talking be... about this being like a passing of the torch from the father to the son. Yeah. With Ivan Reitman passing the torch to Jason Reitman, who is a great director, by the way. Jason Reitman. He's done some pretty good stuff. Says he, uh, we have, uh, this is very, very early, he says, uh, but, uh, quote, we have a lot of wonderful surprises and new characters for the audience. They're going to start filming this summer. Wonder who's the hot... Male or female? I bet you they get the actor. old guys. I bet you they get the old guys. You think so? Yeah. Ernie Hudson is available. <laughs> Someone oh. in infomercial or something like that. There's a couple Recently. that aren't though. He did a lot that I didn't release one. One. Harold, is not. Yeah, Harold Ramis, Ramis is right, not available for sure. Uh, Macaulay Culkin has opened up about his relationship with the late Michael Jackson. Uh, obviously, they got together shortly after Home Alone. Does Macaulay Culkin have something coming out because he's been in the news a lot lately? I don't. I haven't heard anything, but maybe it's he's just it's time for him. He finally. did that Google Home commercial, yeah, because he kind of which was awesome. McAllister character. When I was listening to a little bit of this interview, I thought the same thing. Whereas I was like, you didn't hear from him for a hundred years, and now every month or so you hear something, or every few weeks, all of a sudden he's climbing out from behind the. Oh my God, he's Jesus Christ! <laughs> so he was on this podcast, Inside of You, uh, Michael Rosenbaum, which I listened to most of this episode. Pretty good, pretty good podcast. Right. But he asked him about his relationship with Michael Jackson. He reached out to me because, yeah, because a lot of things were happening, like, you know, big and fast with me. And I think, yes, I think he identified with that. I mean, at the end of the day, it you know, 
it's it's almost easy to try to say, oh, it was like weird or whatever. And but it wasn't because it made sense. Like we were we were legitimate. Like here's the thing: at the end of the day, we were friends. Nobody else in my Catholic school even had like even like this much idea of what I was going through, you know, or what I and like he was the kind of person who like yeah been through the exact same freaking thing and wanted to make sure that like I wasn't alone. Yeah, but it was an adult hanging out with a 12, 13-year-old. Yeah. Weird. And he goes on to describe him as effing hilarious and very, very charming. I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure they had a very nice, friendly relationship, but it's mm-hmm. just odd. Yeah, it is odd. And a guy in his 40s, whatever he was at the time, hanging out with a 12, 13-year-old. Very strange. By the way, those Ghostbusters films are on Netflix, and I... And my son, like, loves them. So he got to number one, and I told him about number two. And he's like, oh, we got to watch it. And we start watching it. And did you realize that, uh, uh, what's the son's name? Jason? Jason Reitman? Mm-hmm. Jason Reitman is the kid at the birthday party that goes, my dad says you guys are full of crap. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, that's, really? that's, that's Jason Reitman. And there's a shot of him and his mom, like, huh. running from the ghosts in the in the city. Huh. Uh, back to Michael Jackson real yeah. quick. Um, if you're a parent, I mean, do you send your kid to Michael Jackson's house to, for a play date? Well, at, 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 that, at, at what time did people know? Like, was that a thing back then? Like, was it a Make thing it that, like, well, Michael Jackson's else. weird with kids? Another 40-year-old. Do you send your son to a 40-year-old's house for a play date? Well, that damn house is huge, though. Hell yeah, man. Go get some silverware while you're there. The, the Maybe. Rich, the rich, eccentric guy. I think you don't think about it right away. You don't? I, don't I think know. as a parent, you go, oh my God, my kid can have it in with Michael Jackson. Especially if you're Macaulay Culkin's parents because you want to be there. You no, want to be I, in I, Hollywood. You want to be no, in No, I, I get that. But there's nothing in your head like, mm, danger, danger, red flags. Could have blinded. Uh, of, of course. Danger. Yes. But it's Michael Jackson, who at the time was America's boy. Like everybody was like, oh my but God, still, Michael Jackson. still, he's a 40-year-old guy hanging out with, with little kids. Yeah, but back then he was considered innocent. I mean, like he was. Everybody thought like Michael Jackson. He loves the world and he just wants everybody to be happy. Ah, no man, you know. And speaking of that, uh, Paris Jackson, his daughter. This is kind of sad. She's twenty years old. She's been doing a lot of modeling, uh, and uh, she has checked herself back into a treatment facility this time for quote emotional health. How's Blanket doing? That I don't know. I don't have a, uh, a report on Blanket. I'll send the people out in the field to find out for you. Bob Costas, if you're a big fan of him on NBC, it's over there. Uh, he said it's all settled quietly and happily for all concerned. Yeah, that was kept pretty quiet. Bob yeah. Costas kind of... I can't remember the last time I saw him anywhere except for the MLB Network, to be honest with you. The Olympics. I mean, you know, when I didn't he didn't really do the Olympics He didn't do the last Olympics, he first didn't? of all. No, they uh-huh. sent Mike to Rico, deal. I believe. Yeah. That was his first one in uh-huh. however long. Um, well, and- he used to do the halftime reports on... Uh, on a Sunday Night Football. Yeah, and then... And then that went away. Yeah, the, well, he talked about how concussions in the NFL... Say, after and that he got real thing, preaching. And, and they took him off of that, and he said, that's fine. He goes, if I do anything else, it'll be a hybrid of my HBO show and uh, later. But he still does play-by-play on MLB every once in a while. It's very startling when you're watching a game. Bob all of a sudden, Costas. you hear Bob Costa. Dude, 66 years old now. Most, the nicest, most down-to-earth guy I've ever met. Level. Got Besides to start at a Camo X, right? I believe so, yeah. Uh, if you like that Extreme Makeover Home Edition, that's coming back. HGTV is uh, reviving that sucker. Uh, it 
peaked at 60 million viewers every Sunday night back in the day. So uh, they're going to do new season, 10 episodes, and it's going to premiere sometime later on this what, year. What show is that? Extreme? Ex Extreme Makeover Home Edition. So basically, they would take over somebody's home that, that really just re need, needed to be redone. Normally, there was maybe a special needs member of the was family. Was that what that, or that guy with the spiky hair? Yeah. Is that the Ty Pennington thing? Ty Pennington. Yeah, and they would the send them on a vacation, and they would Why check in. Why was Todd Pendergrass? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I'm really sure. Harry uh, Pendergrass. Remember yesterday, Scott's funeral song? Oh, maybe that's it. Uh, let's see. First trailer for the summer's new Spider-Man flick is finally here. Peter Parker, our hero, is traveling to Europe with his Did friends. Did you see this? When Did he receives an unexpected visit from Nick Fury, played by Samuel L. Jackson. So nice to finally meet you, Spider-Man. You're Nick Fury. Put some clothes on. Let's go for a ride. Is he going to be okay like that? Might want to turn him over so he doesn't swallow his tongue. Looks exciting, very exciting. So Spider-Man uh, Far From Home. And what you said comes out this summer. Yeah, July, first time, July the 5th. First time we get to see uh, Jake Gyllenhaal as uh, Mysterio. Jake Gyllenhaal, also Michael Keaton's in it as uh, Vulture. Marissa Tomei's back and Zendaya is back as well. So. Oh, Jake Gyllenhaal looks kind of cool as Mysterio. Oh, everybody's saying, oh my God, I can't believe Mysterio. He looks so awesome. Yeah, it looks pretty cool. Okay, so I got a list of uh, athletes that have been in way back-ish movies. So I'll give you the movie, you tell me the athlete that was in it. Don't think too deep into this, there may have been more than one, but I'm talking about the big athlete that we all know from the movie, okay? okay. Some of them will be easy. O.J. Simpson. Not a Jew. That's a song. Uh, Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. Uh, Dan Marino. Dan Marino, 1994. Laces out, Dan. Mm -hmm. Airplane. Kareem, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, 1980. Naked Gun, two and a half, The Smell of Fear. OJ. OJ, Simpson. OJ 1991. He's also on the first one, too. Uh, the Hangover from 2009. Mike Michael, Tyson. Yeah, Michael Tyson. <laughs> Major League. Uh, from eight, 1989. Wait. Was it the Yankee that they... That they Bob Euchre? Bob Euchre. Oh, oh, yeah. Uh, sneaky, right. sneaky there. A little more difficult there here. From 1974's Blazing Saddles. Ah, Mongo. Yes. Uh, he just died. Uh, Webster's dad. Yes. Alex Karras. Alex Karras. Well done. 1989's Police Academy. Bubba Smith. Bubba Smith. Oh, Hightower? Mm-hmm. Conan the Destroyer from 1984. Uh, Will Chamberlain. Will Chamberlain. 1994's Dumb and Dumber. Cam Neely. Well done. Ah, Cam Neely. Nice. Seabass. Oh, Kick his ass, Seabass. Damn it. 1996 Kingpin. Yeah. Uh, it's not Cam Neely. Uh, Kingpin. Base baseball player. McCracken. <laughs> baseball player. Is it somebody from Boston? Munson. Because yes, and New York. Clemens. Those and guys. Houston, Roger Clemens. Yeah, because the Farrelly brothers are... Two more. Northeasterners. Two more. Uh, he got game from 1998. The, the main guy. Uh, Ray Allen. Ray Allen. You don't have to yell at me. I don't know. The main guy. Yeah, sorry. It's the main He's guy. He's yelling at me like, Shut I up. didn't know. I got it right here. Uh, last one, 1999, Any Given Sunday. Uh, oh, Lawrence Taylor. Lawrence Taylor. Oh, my God. It's so funny that Roger Clemens looks like Seabass in Kingpin. Let me see. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> there Holy he is. Holy cow. They even do, is that the same hat? If that's uh, sea bass over there. I don't know. Have you... Uh, that's funny. Have you, you, you've seen King Kong, right? Oh, yeah. King Kong. Yeah, that's, that's a good movie. I like that. One, one, of my, one of my favorite movies of all time. Here's a, here's a, a couple of uh, tiebreakers I would, I would have had. Uh, what St. Louis-born athlete made a brief appearance in Men in Black in 1997? Michael Jackson. Wait, what did you say? St. At- Louis-born athlete made a uh, brief appearance in Men in Black. Jackie joyner Kersey. No, it was, it was a boy. He was playing the outfield. Oh, oh, yeah, we, we already talked about this. Um, not Bernard Gilkey. But... Yes, Bernard Gilkey. Oh, okay, yeah. shoot. And he was playing left field for the Mets, I believe yeah, it was. Yeah, when the, when the spaceship goes over, and he just turns around and goes, <gasps> Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah, I think it was like yeah. a fly ball at him or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just like this looking at the spaceship. Bernard Gilkey. Yeah. Uh, Crabby Birthday's former Ravens quarterback, Joe Flacco, is 34. Oh, yeah. Uh, Max Joseph from Catfish is 37. Uh, Lynn Manuel Miranda. Three for Hamilton. Six. Hamilton, Frozen, <laughs> Moana. How did you not get that role? Hamilton. He is, he is 39. Albert Pujols <laughs> might be 39. Uh, Kate Moss is 45. Roy Jones Jr. is 50. Uh, John Carpenter, the director of Halloween and a bunch of those other scary movies, is 71. And today's Burton Birthday of the Day. He is an auto racing legend. He is the only driver to win the Indy 500, the Daytona 500, the 24 Hours of Daytona, and the 24 Hours of Le Mans, and the 12 Hours of Sebring. He's a Hall of Famer. Uh, Either A.J. Foyt or Mario Andretti. (laughs) A.J. Foyt is 84 years young today. A.J. Foyt? Is that it? You got it, man. All right. A.J. Foyt. Today's porno birthday, which is brought to you by Patricia's Where Fun and Fantasy Meet, is Terry Summers. Today's birthday girl is poked and prodded more than a farmer abducted by aliens in 71 fine films, including Barefoot Maniacs, The Drive Through, Volume 3, The Porn Olympics, The Anal Games, Completely Barefoot and All Alone, Ugh. Spring Chickens, Volume 11, and who can forget her unforgettable role in Touch and Feedy, Volume 3. Wait, you're barefoot and by yourself? Mm-hmm. Aww. Aww. I wonder <laughs> how she spells Terry. Terry Summers, T-E-R-R-I. Okay. Terry Summers is 43 years old. That's your porno birthday, your crappy birthday, and that is your crap on celebrities. All right, thank you, Tony. The State Farm 2019 Missouri Valley Conference Men's Basketball Tournament coming up at Enterprise Center. The date's March 7th through the 10th. For news and ticket info, just go to archmadness.com. You can give them a call as well, 1-800-745-3000, or just get tickets by stopping by the Enterprise Center box office. Right now, you can get access to the entire four-day tournament with great discounts available. All session and single session ticket packages are on sale right now. There's all kinds of packages out there for you. Again, call them, 800-745-3000, or go online, archmadness.com. Hey, y'all, I'm Kix Brooks. I'm Ronnie Dunn. And we're wishing you a happy birthday, Riz. Real nice of them, too. For real. <laughs> Mighty nice of them. Uh. <laughs> All right, the phone number 314-692-5537, 314-6Walker. Cameras in chat room, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. On the socials at R-I-Z-Z Show. I'm going to uh, tell you about a couple videos that are making their way around the internet. Scott, make sure we post these on the uh, on the socials and stuff on the blog. We were uh, watching this this first video in the office before the show, and I don't know if you've seen this, Moon, but this happened uh, Monday in Minnesota. Somebody posted a dash cam video of a kid in a booster seat tumbling out of the open back door of the car in front of him. Moon, take a look at this. 
So driving down the street, Whoa. and there is a kid in Whoa. the middle of the road. And if you see, go back to the beginning. Watch the kid just fall out of the Whoa, car. Whoa, dude. What, uh, see, and it's hard to tell because you're so you're seeing it from the right side on a right turn. Was the door already... I don't know, but the car yeah. just left. Oh, my gosh. Like, was the door even latched closed? You know? Oh, wait a second. Oh, no. Don't tell me this is a stolen car. I don't I don't know, but obviously the, the, the car seat was not properly put into the yeah. car. Oh, yeah. thankfully they, they, I mean, thankfully it was on a turn. Not going fast. Right, so they had to go slow. And thankfully the kid was in a car seat. Uh, no, the car seat saved that kid. The, not only the car seat, but think of this. First of all, the car seat hits the back, so it didn't land, the kid didn't land face down. But what's really Really nice and a blessing here is this because she landed on the or he landed on, on the on the median, you know, on the on the center line. Mm -hmm. That could have rolled into other, you know, oncoming traffic and been the tragedy. The dash cam driver stopped to help, but the the car that the kid fell out of kept going. And oh, it's like it, it's not like when when the door opens in your car, you know it's open. Right. Mm -hmm. You can hear, you know, the outside. Yeah, and stuff. Uh, the kid was uh, the kid was strapped in, not hurt. Obviously, the booster was not fastened properly to the back seat. And police said the mom the mom came back later. Oh, okay. I mean, yeah, eventually. I think Anybody I seen a kid? Uh, <laughs> uh, maybe a chair too. That was the car seat. Did it break? The mom came back eventually to get the kid, and she might be facing child endangerment charges. Might be. <laughs> well, how how long? Oh, we don't have those details, do we? I don't have those details. How long you could see the mom went through the the light that's in front of them right. and just kept going. Well, not only that, but made an illegal. I mean, that was illegal going through the light because she was in the left turn lane. Yeah. I mean, At least got a ticket. <laughs> so uh, see what we're talking about. Head up the uh, social medias at R-I-Z-Z show. Another video making the rounds. A, a woman who works at a KFC in Jacksonville, Florida. She uh, recently got arrested for hitting a customer at the drive-thru with a box of chicken. And the guy started recording her after she gave him his change, then started uh, handing food without washing her hands or putting on gloves. Oh, she was handling, like he could see her handling chicken inside the store without any gloves on. And she didn't appreciate being recorded. And the guy says she hit him in the face with uh, his box of chicken when she gave it to him. Here's what that sounded like. Now, she just got through taking our money, giving us our drinks. Now, she's fixing the food with no hair net. Look at her hand all everywhere. And she just took our money and receipts. She's been serving the Wow. So, she's touching dirty money, mm. touching your food, putting it in the box, and then gets pissed off when she is confronted about it. What is, what is your recording? Whatever I wish. It's in America, remember? You forgot where you live? You live right. in the United States of America. You live in the United States of America. Recording you fixing food with no gloves, no nothing, no, just take my money. Get your food. Get your food. Oh, you thought, got it all on tape. <laughs> got all on Got all on tape. That sounded like inflection, like he did actually put his finger up in the air. I got, I got, got all on tape. Well, and he's the only guy walking around with a camcorder still, apparently. Yeah. He's all on tape. He's also, but yeah, it was one of the shoulder sitters. Yeah. He, he, he's also bummed that he couldn't think of anything to say when he got caught by surprise. He went, that's the time. It's America. Can we also bring up the fact that it looks like he's walking through the drive-thru? Don't see a vehicle. <laughs> because, oh, yes. You oh, do. He's you a, see the window thing? 
the, the go back, car. So, go he back. Get, so he gets out of the he car. He gets out, yeah. You see the cage. What do you mean he gets out? Oh, you mean after he after pulls After he forward? gets hit with the chicken. Okay. Yeah, 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 watch him get hit with the chicken, though, and, and play the sound. Because right when he gets hit, he goes, Mama! <laughs> He's trying back. to react. Can you like, fix the food with no gloves, no nothing, no, just take my money? Get your food. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Hold on tape. thought so. What a fun place. <laughs> what a fun place. All right, here's another one. In. There goes her corporate ladder through KFC. Uh, there's a, uh, a video of a, a really weird road rage incident. I think it's in Australia where a woman outside a car is yelling at a woman inside a car who's filming. So the woman outside the car responds by exposing her right breast. That'll get him. <laughs> Here's what uh, that right. sounded like. Are you f serious? Are you serious? You serious? Yeah, ew, you f junkie. You junkie. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that. Yeah, you f junkie. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's so bad because it really sounded like there the inside of her car was really fun at the time. You know? There's uh, there, there's, that. there's your booby. You know, That'll anytime a woman exposes a boot, only one a, and then two <laughs> doesn't have the class to take the cigarette out from the hand that's actually exposing the boot. Wait, did you see what she did afterwards? She goes in the front and does like this weird little thing with her head. Yeah, and then she puts her flip flop on the uh, on the front of the car. Not not kicks it, but kind of places it there. Yeah. <laughs> She looks to be uh, coming from her tennis lesson because yes. she's in like a tennis outfit. Oh no, no, that's a, that's how I'm on the beach, but I don't like how I look. Yeah, oh, they are in Australia. I do want to cover myself up unless I get into road rage. Then and then everybody's gonna pull a can out. Here's my MacGuffin <laughs> with the cigarette in her hand. So classy. All right, and here's the uh, here's the video making the rounds locally. Uh, people are talking about this. Uh, this, is, this is all over the news everywhere. Women dancing on top of an SUV. As they drove down 40 near the Science Center. Like, in traffic, during rush hour. When I, Twerking, when, by the way. Yeah, when I first saw this, it was on Instagram, and a friend of mine, Randy, puts stuff like this up all the time. You know, people do, like, you know, a guy getting on the motorcycle, and vroom, 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 and then he crashed. You know, that kind of this stuff. This is Monday. I had no idea this was recent in a year. This was on Monday. Unbelievable. Way to go, say Here's uh, <laughs> one of the women who filmed it. Doing that because they know they have those little seriously uh, those little sensors on the science center bridge. How fast can you twerk? That's not the one where she talks. It's one that's a woman giving commentary. Let's see if this is it. Yeah, look at that. <laughs> <laughs> Not safe. Anybody who was confused as to where they were, it's looked up 40, and went, hey, we're in St. Louis. 40 near the Science Center. There was, I, I guess I got the wrong videos. There's a woman kind of giving commentary. but uh, So it's two women on the, on the roof of an SUV, a white SUV, twerking while another one hangs out the window filming. I'm thinking this is for a rap video. Yeah, could be. I'll bet you this shows up in some kind of rap video. Did it but, seem like from the video there was a trailer car of any sort that might have been videoing? No, the because there's the a woman seat? hanging. There's a woman in the front passenger seat. Okay, that I saw hanging out. Did she have a camera of some sort? It looks sort? like she's uh, filming. Okay, uh, and they were they were twerking for about a half mile. I also I don't know if you noticed or not, but uh, 
on that video, there's a car that's like on the side of the road. Okay, that's just like on the shoulder. Like, you know, they just pulled over. They were like a, a broken down vehicle or whatever. <laughs> Somebody watching. You could see it kind of go and almost hit it go right real quick. <laughs> oh, great. That's uh, all they needed was to cause an accident. Right. Then it's, then it's Louis, baby. for sure a crime. Uh, that so first video St. you St. talked Louis. about? That's first, so Highway 40. It really is. The, the first kid video? in the car seat? Yeah. If you watch that video, somebody shuts that back door as the car drives away. Dude, it looked like so that. So you know mentioned it, somebody no. knows. Oh, you it sure looks, didn't fly it looks out. Like no, 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 no. Oh, no, like she forward. Is there like a four-year-old little brother that's like, oh, Are you kidding me? Nope. Hold on. I'll pull it oh, back no. up here. Yeah, it it did look strange, but maybe that's because she was in the left turn lane and Come on. flew over into the... Uh, I thought it looked like since she lurched forward, the, the door kind of closed on its own. No, no, that, no, no. Dude, no. that's an older brother. That's an older brother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the work of a, a, a six-year-old. It, it, it definitely, somebody is shutting the door. You can All see right. here. Kid falls out of the car. Watch. Bleep. Oh, dude, doors it's don't just shut straight. like that. It's so doors closed. Straight. Somebody yeah, shut that door. Are you sure? Dude, come on. I'm not sure, but it yeah. certainly isn't oh, because yeah. of a, a right turn or a left turn that it closed. It's going straight, man. That is bumming me out. Yeah, it's a... That's a shame. Yeah, that door definitely opens. And well, and and closes. whoever is is driving that car should be arrested. I bet you they dropped off whoever was in the back seat and they, then came back. They just didn't want any any other people in the back seat to fly out. Probably that's what it was. Keep all the rest of the baby. That's right. <laughs> How many are back there? <laughs> wow. If you're on the go, you need something quick, you want something that's going to be good for you, no artificial ingredients, gluten-free, soy-free, MSG-free, high-protein, low-sugar, again, super convenient, Fire Creek Snack Sticks. This is not your dad's gas station meat stick. They're all natural. they got amazing smokehouse taste. I love all three different flavors, the original, the spicy kicker, the teriyaki. You can enjoy them, too, simply by going to their website. That's firecreeksnacks.com. That's firecreeksnacks.com. Use the coupon code RIZ, R-I-Z-Z, at check out save 15% and right now you can get free shipping it's firecreeksnacks.com the Rizzuto show boy we're all excited about Riz show night at the blues game happening on February the 23rd it's actually an afternoon game so Riz show night dot 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 in the afternoon blues and bruins three o'clock enterprise center get your tickets now 1057thepoint.com slash blues use the promo code Rizzuto Make sure you get that Blues Risha knit stocking cap when you buy your tickets. We'll be out there running around doing the in-game stuff. Live music from Carrie and the Catapults. In the plaza there. That's going to be a good time. I can't wait. Be a good afternoon. Yeah. 1057thepoint.com slash blues. We are just talking about that video of the, the kid falling out of the backseat of the car. It looked like the mom just drove away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it didn't look like there was any speeding up or dipping into a, an alley, but it just looked like they just kept going. And how could you not know? How could you not That's know your kids question. out of the back seat? Well, somebody said, well, the mom turned around. She couldn't stop. Why couldn't she stop? There was no other real cars on the road. And yeah, she did turn around and she did go back to the scene. 15 minutes later. That's not a turnaround. That's a, what's going on back there? Well, I mean, she got to go to a spot where she can make a legal U-turn. Right. Yeah, you know? right. Yeah. 
Yeah. Don't want to break any laws. You want to get a ticket for that on top of everything else. I'd imagine if any parent knew that that happened, the moment that they knew, that foot hits the brake harder than anything has ever hit a brake pedal before, and you are out of your car. Jared on Twitter says the mom in the car realized she stopped not far away, just out of view of the accident. She actually ran back to get her child from the man that helped. I didn't see that. I didn't see that at all. That is not what any news source is saying either. Well, the video goes on for at least another couple minutes, right? Yep. Yeah, I don't see her run back, uh, unless I missed it. It does say several other drivers got out, including males and females, to make sure that the child is okay, none of which were in the original car where the child fell out. Other people got out. Why are we arguing about this? Mm-hmm. It's a strange scenario where a kid flew out of a car and the car took off. And there's video of it. And we're all glad that the kid's okay. Thank God. Yep. Moon, thank God. The kid's okay. I still can't believe that the, that the kid was released back to the parent, though. <laughs> Oh, the kid was? Oh, yeah. After the child was checked out and was proven to be okay with no injuries, she was released to the to the parent. Wow. All right. Well, no charges as of now? As of now, but the, the incident has been reported and forwarded, forwarded to the uh, Department of Child Services. As it should be. All right, let's do some news. Oh, yeah. We're going to do some news. And your news being sponsored by... Crushed Red. Keep your resolutions intact with a salad from Crushed Red. You know, I didn't do any local stories. There were these ladies twerking. Where are my, uh, my local... <laughs> There were these ladies twerking on uh, cars. I don't yeah, know if you no, saw no, that. No. It was crazy. Right by the Science Center. Yeah, I got some local news to tell you about. Is it? Did I not put it in the packet? Is that not it right there? No. Wait, you know what? Nothing happened yesterday. Yeah, I was going to no, say. No, there was stuff. That, only all national. Is there was stuff that happened. Unless nothing happened in the whole cool. country. <laughs> there was all good. No, there was definitely things yeah. that happened. Nothing Traffic happened. Traffic and news, <laughs> all looking good, all I clear. Remember, uh, I guess I forgot the local Brought to you news. by This Isn't the That's Real Planet. Tony, you could say Rizzuto Show. Traffic and I'm all screwed up now. Traffic and weather's going. We'll make it, guys. I think we will. I think we're going to be all right. Let's just... Uh... Tony, I like that shirt, man. Well, let me tell you about... Man. Okay. Let me tell you about uh, this girl here. I love any story where a smug teenager thinks... thinks they know how the world works. And I don't have any teenagers at home, but I'm imagining this is going to happen. Talk to the two experts over there. At some point in my house. It's they think they know how the world works, and then they get hit with a nice dose of reality. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's called teenage years. You're right. Wait, so, you think they get hit with a dose of reality? <laughs> in your head. Eventually. There's no, yeah, yeah, there yeah. no such thing <laughs> as reality. No, no. I mean, and I mean that. Eventually. No teenager can grasp reality. Uh, and that's okay. That's not the, an Eventually. Insult. Yeah, but they're no longer teenagers. Yeah. Well, eventually they'll figure it out. Yeah. That's what I'm but saying. after they're not teenagers. <laughs> but I, but as I said before, I like it when a smug teenager thinks they know how the world works, and then they get hit with a nice dose of reality before they're ready for it. So a 16-year-old girl outside of Cleveland called 911 on Saturday to report a theft. And several officers actually responded. But when they got to her house, they found out that the theft she reported had to do with her dad punishing her by taking her phone away. And they had to explain to her that since she was under 18, it wasn't, it wasn't theft. Hmm. And having a cell phone as a kid is a privilege and not a right. Oh, yeah. I've had a yelling match with a, a 16-year-old about 
taking her phone away, and I can't do that because that's in the end. She just made it worse on herself by calling nine one one because now she's even in more trouble. She must have had two cell phones then, because God knows a sixteen year old girl wouldn't know how to use a house phone, probably. Right. <laughs> well, you want to hear what the nine one one call sounded like? Here's what it sounded like. Nine one one. Where's your emergency? My father took property, which is a um, an eight hundred other phone that doesn't belong to him. He didn't buy it. Certainly, if we were busy, it would have been something that was pushed to the back burner. But we we still have an obligation to respond. Yeah, they had a roll out there. Oh yeah, because it could be a code for something, or it could be you know escalated well, to something more. They didn't charge her for misusing nine one one, but before they left, the cops told her to. Start following her dad's rules if she wanted her phone back. There's an idea. Boy, they were cool until, about it. Minor's 19 and 16, and up until probably two or eh, about two, three years ago, we had them convinced that if they didn't do something, I can press one button on this phone and your phone shuts off. You want me to press this button? You got no service and your Don't phone press shuts the button, off. Dad. Is that what you want to do? Yeah, Don't press it. Like, Dad, your phone's not even on. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Right, yeah, that's the TV remote. <laughs> <laughs> With the giant button saying so that's the TV remote, and I was watching that. <laughs> Go hit, hit last I've, button. I've had that exact argument. Took took away a phone, and I was, I was reamed like you know, uh, like there was no tomorrow about how that's not mine. That's hers. That's her property. I can't. I don't have the right to take that away. Now, nope. yeah. my house. Yeah, but where do you go? Because your mind starts going, well, let me break down the rationale behind, and then you go, oh, you're not a you rational go, human. No, yeah, you can't You can't reason. <laughs> you, you want to pay for it? You, I, don't, you you say, I don't negotiate with terrorists. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, how, that's how it feels. That's how it feels. And then you're the bad guy. No matter what happens, you're the bad guy. Yeah. Awesome, right. awesome situation. All right, here are the uh, local stories for you. And this is nice, guys. This is nice. You know how we all came together to to kind of help each other out during the winter storm? Mm-hmm. You know, there's some great videos of people helping uh, cars out of ditches. Remember the bread cone, Eureka stayed open? Yep. Wall past it should have just to provide shelter and food and drink for people, people were who were getting out of their cars and oh, yeah. walking there, yeah. Well, a 33-year-old woman from Franklin County, her name is uh, Tanya Gurlt, has been charged with felony stealing. And misdemeanor property damage. You see, she's accused of stealing stuff from a car that had slid into a ditch and was abandoned during the, during the snowstorm. Oh, We're all proud of you, Tanya. Wow. <laughs> Unbelievable. Way to be a good citizen. So witness how police lead her uh, or lead them to her. Uh, the sheriff says that she was in possession of about half of the stolen stuff. The owner of the car came back for her car, after the rough weather, had moved out of the area. The car had slid off the, the highway. It was Highway 100 uh, and into a ditch near Berger. Uh, the owner found that the back window had been had been busted out, and the stuff inside the car was gone. Uh, I guess she owns a business, and and thousands of dollars worth of merch was in oh, the back. Man. And 100 is just country code for Manchester. Yeah. So it was probably out where you can get away with doing that, pulling over and doing that. And, you know, in Franklin just, County. Oh, it's Franklin County. There you go. Yeah. That's a lot of uh, a lot of time without any cars. Wow. Nice, huh? Yeah. Real, real, Sweet real honey. nice. Good on you, Tanya. Yeah, at its finest. Boy, this is a shame, and I, I, I hate hearing stuff like this. There was a fatal accident in North City yesterday. 
And cops say the accident is a result of a stolen pickup truck. The pickup was stolen uh, in Hazelwood and spotted in North City near the Grand Water Tower. Police tried pulling the car over. Driver takes off. Officers follow. But because of the speeds, I guess they called the chase off. And then not too long after, uh, they got a call about a serious accident on Natural Bridge and Fair involving the pickup. Inside were four people. One kid and three adults. And when they say kid, they're probably saying 15 it's, or it's a juvenile. Mm. It's a juvenile. Apparently, one of them was ejected from the car. Uh, all of them taken to the hospital. The driver of the car they hit died at the scene. Innocent person. Police did recover a gun from the stolen truck. How about this one? A carjacker was shot and killed. By a plainclothes St. Louis police officer yesterday afternoon. This is in North City. This was in the parking lot of the Schnooks near Natural Bridge in Union. Carjacking happened around 11 o'clock yesterday morning in the uh, 5500 block of uh, Kabani. I think I'm saying that right. C-A-B-A-N-N-E. Stolen car was then spotted just before 3 o'clock at the Schnooks. Uh, the, the suspect was tailed to the Schnooks parking lot. The carjacker goes inside the store. He's in there for about 10 minutes. He comes out. Plainclothes police officers from the city's anti-crime unit approach the guy. He takes off. And then he starts firing in the officer's direction. And then, bad move. Four officers return fire, hitting the bad guy in the torso. He later died at the hospital. Gun recovered at the scene. Thank God no officers were hurt. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, two Parkway West High School students were hit by a car late yesterday afternoon. And Chesterfield police said that a driver who first rear-ended another car jumped onto the sidewalk and hit the two girls as they were walking along Clayton Road. They were rushed to the hospital. I think it was a 15 and 16-year-old walking home from school. Uh, one of the girls is in serious but stable condition. She should be okay. Uh, the other girl had some minor stuff done. Uh, the principal of Parkway West High School said all parents are notified immediately. The case is under police investigation. Crazy. And we talked about this at the top of the show. Uh, I know a lot of people are wondering about the weather for this weekend. So the weather people around here locally are saying there's still a lot of uncertainty they're saying that we may see rain to brief freezing rain Friday night into Saturday morning, then all snow for the rest of Saturday. Should end Saturday night, but it's too early to see. It's too early to say how much snow and the exact timing, everything. It's all about the storm track. It's all about when the colder air moves in. The latest models are not showing as much snow as we had last weekend, but that's not to say there won't be snow. This time, though, it's going to be cold as hell and windy. Saturday into Sunday, there's going to be winds gusting up to over 40 miles an hour. Jeez. And then single-digit lows Sunday morning with highs in the teens. Windchill readings will be below zero. Damn. So we learned from, from Roseanne last year that Ambien... Makes you tweet offensive stuff. Remember, we learned that. Mm-hmm, yeah, right, thank that's you, uh, that's one of the side effects on the commercial. Uh-huh. Is is like fever, upset stomach, 
nausea, night vertigo, crimes. night crimes, offensive tweets. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it just keeps going. Who knew Ambien could also make you romantic? A guy posted a story on Reddit on Monday about what happened to him when he was on Ambien. He says he, he, he couldn't sleep, so he popped a, a lot of them in the middle of the night. And apparently he proposed to his girlfriend. He had a ring because he buys and sells jewelry on Craigslist. And he had no idea he proposed until the next day when he realized uh, he'd also changed his Facebook status to engaged and got more than 150 likes. Oops. (laughs) And he says he hadn't planned on asking his girlfriend to marry him for at least another year and a half and, quote, Probably would have gotten her a better ring, but Ambien sped up the process. <laughs> wow. That stuff is insane, man. And not just that in, in particular. I mean, sleep sleep depriva- deprivation is is crazy on your brain. Crazy on your brain. I told you, I was given a prescription for Ambien years ago. And uh, I would sleep so good on it. Like solid eight hours. I mean, take the Ambien because I was having problems sleeping. Mm-hmm. Took the Ambien and would wake up, you know, wake up eight hours later, oh, refreshed, mm-hmm. and I'm like, this cannot be good for you, and I throw them away. Yeah, stuffs uh, all that kind of stuff scares me to death. And there's a few times where I've been so sick that you got to take, like, you know, like a sleep aid of some sort just to get to bed, so your body doesn't just completely deteriorate. Mm-hmm. And you think weird things, you dream weird things. Sometimes you end up in different places. I'm a sleepwalker anyway, and that stuff just makes it worse. Well, I mean, we've heard stories of people walking out of windows on Ambien. Yeah. yeah. Robbing banks on Ambien. Yeah. I ended up in do, a do they hotel re- bathtub. Do they really rob banks on Ambien, or do they rob a bank and then say, Bab, it was because of the Ambien? I say I, a lot of people do that, too, I'm sure. But, I, I, dude, the night crimes thing that he's been joking about is, I'm sure, I'm not joking. as I true as it gets. I joke. Not about night crimes. Not about night crimes. Oh. You know that. I was sleep-deprived already because I was on the other side of the world, had been detained in one particular country and sent to another, and I was dealing with all sorts of anxiety issues, and uh, I will admit I took a friend's... Um, what do you call it? Like a anti-anxiety mm-hmm. thing to, to sleep. And it maybe was you like, tried to overthrow the government on that stuff. <laughs> no, it, it was like it was like Men in Black you staged a coup. It was like Men in Black style. He even said he goes, "This dose will uh, put you to sleep for a little bit. This dose is Men in Black, and you'll forget everything from the last twenty four <laughs> hours." So he called it the Men in Black dose, and I took it. And um, just you to took go to a sleep. Quaalude too, then okay. <laughs> no, no, no. I hadn't, I hadn't slept in a few days, and we were detained overnight in an airport in China, so I didn't sleep that night either. And uh, was dealing with all sorts of anxiety and ended up, I woke up in the bathtub. Mm. Woke up in the bathtub in my hotel room. Well, this guy's, better. Swe- <laughs> this guy's swearing off Ambien for good. And by the way, yes, if you're counting, this is the second guy to accidentally propose to his girlfriend so far this year. Man, we had the story of the guy who got kind of swept up in the moment yeah. during New Year's and proposed oh, yeah. to his girlfriend yeah, when yeah, he was yeah. hammered. No, he, he, oh yeah, he proposed to the girlfriend, but he was going to propose to the mistress. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's one thing to reject science and be like a flat earther, anti-vaxxer, or climate change denier. It's another thing to reject science and do this. Apparently, there's a new craze bubbling up on Facebook where people are drinking their own pee because they think it's healthy. According to the groups... Urine therapy can cure diseases, heal your entire body, and give you more energy. Oh, and you're also supposed to wash your feet in it. And maybe use it as eye drops, mouthwash, and wait for it, enemas. Oh. 
And this all sounds like like a joke, and, and maybe it is, but there are thousands of people in the main Facebook group talking about this stuff. And some of them post pictures. Of course, there's no science backing any of this up. In fact, if anything, the evidence shows that drinking urine is bad because it could put stress on your kidneys. Jeez, man. But why believe that evidence when instead you could take advice from random strangers? Why not? On You know, random strangers on the internet yeah. and just chug a tall, yep. frothy. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> yep. it's, it's like vodka. You got it in a bottle and you send it through a few times like, look at this, triple distilled. Yeah. Triple <laughs> this went distilled me, This went through me four times. <laughs> oh, God. It's, pa- it's patches. It's patches O'Hulahan. That's right. From uh, from, <laughs> from dodgeball. dodgeball. Is that something you want to chill or what? What do you do with that? That's the greatest quote in that movie. He goes, "Is it necessary for me to drink my own urine? No, but I do it anyway because it's sterile and I like the taste." <laughs> <laughs> Poor patches. Yeah. Uh, one day, uh, people on the internet are gonna run out of super random stuff to waste their time thinking about. Uh, today, guys, is not that day. Thank God. <laughs> if you type. Do this. Pull up Google. Got it. Pull up Google. Type in, can you eat A? One of the top suggestions is Flamingo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which means there have been a lot of people, lots and lots of people, searching for that question. So... Can you eat a flamingo? Well, not legally. <laughs> Says here, you can eat a flamingo, but you shouldn't. In the U.S., as in many other countries, hunting and eating flamingos is illegal. Yeah. For the most part, migratory birds are protected under federal law, and the American flamingo falls under that protection. But somehow, if you if you do wind up at an underground exotic meat buffet and they do have flamingo, <laughs> it is safe to eat. Uh, but do not expect it to taste like chicken. Oh, man. Apparently, flamingo meat tastes more like duck, but with a slightly fishy taste. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. Do you like flamingo? Not really. Well, it tastes like duck. I don't really like duck, but it's fishy. Okay, I'll try it. It's a fishy duck. Great. It says flamingos eat mainly shrimp, so with the intention of shrimp flavor come out of a final product. Imagine chicken and shrimp kebabs that you eat, and that's what a flamingo tastes Gross. like. Mm-mm. Gross. All right, hippies. What's, uh, what's better for the environment? Doing dishes by hand or throwing your dishes in the dishwasher? What do you think? I would imagine one would think it's one, so it's probably the other. So I'll say it's more efficient to do the dishwasher. Although I would think, depending on how you do it. What do you think, uh, Moon? And the sink might be better. Because, and here's my reasoning. What's better for the environment? Here's the, the My reasoning is the whole bath shower thing is switched from what you think, I believe. So I'm going to say <laughs> what you're thinking is dishwasher is best. Huh? <laughs> Were they doing uh, the dishes by hand or or the dishwasher? What's better for the environment? I say dishwasher. In my house, the way that I do dishes, um, when I do do it by hand, which which happens because pots and pans and all that, do do. Um, I would say the dishwasher only because I'm. You can do it where you plug the sink, 
And I can't really do that. Uh, for some yep. reason, it gets weird with my hands. So I have the sink running and, and do it under the sink running. Mm-hmm. So I bet you the dishwasher actually is better than what I'm doing. 100% agree with that statement. When I do the dishes and I'm doing it by hand, if I got like a pot or a pan or something, the water is on. And yeah. even when I'm yeah. nowhere near the water and I'm scrubbing, the water the is sink. on. You're supposed to fill up the sink. And let things soak let and things use soak that water. And, and then clean Yeah, but I got a good brush. And I brought, you know, yeah, yeah, I, I, and that's so what I, I do, but water's still running damn near the whole time. Well, according to the EPA, the standard flow of a kitchen faucet is 2.2 gallons per minute. And you would use an estimated 27 gallons by washing an entire dishwasher load by hand. Wow. For comparison, Energy Star dishwashers use no more than 5.5 gallons of water for the entire load. And some uses even, some, some use as few as three gallons. Even older dishwashers only use 10 to 15 gallons of water per cycle. Is the amount of energy used through electricity minimal, I guess, then? or uh, If you're just talking water. Yeah. Okay. Also, using a dishwasher means your dishes are exposed to high temperatures from 140 to 155 degrees, and that sanitizes the dishes and also means you don't have to pre-rinse them before putting them inside your dishwasher. Just give them a quick scrape into the garbage before you before you load up. You're good. God, I remember when we didn't. Did you guys always have, do you always have memory of a dishwasher in your house? No, I, I owned a house without a dishwasher. Okay. Uh, I did too. I owned I remember when we got our first one. Yeah. It, was a, it was a mobile one that uh, you pushed into the corner when you weren't using it. And when you need it, you bring it over and you plug it into the to the thing. And my dad, the genius that he was, had uh, tile carpet, carpet tiles in the kitchen. So you add that and a mobile dishwasher, and how long until we were ripping those carpet tiles mm-hmm. out? It was ridiculous. Wait, carpet? Explain something. It was ti- literally tile, only it was carpet. So squares of carpet with adhesive on the back, and he did the entire kitchen in that. And it was magnificent. What? It was great up until the dishwasher tipped over and everything was ruined. What's in between the tiles? Or is it just, you're no, saying it's, it's literally just all just carpet. Carpet but on put top down. of floor. Yeah, it's carpet on top of a laminate floor or whatever was underneath it. It was literally squares like you would put grout and blah, blah, only it was carpet with sticky on the back. Wow. So then yeah. go back to the mobile dishwasher, which uh, I've never heard of. Oh, yeah. That's how the, that was the first ones that came out, right? Yeah. yeah, I, would yeah. Think, I would think so. You hook the hose up to the faucet, right? Correct. Yeah, it's like an apartment uh, dishwasher now. Or, wow. Uh, yeah, like in a loft. Yeah, I, I lived in, a, a in an apartment without something. without a dishwasher. It was terrible. It yeah, sucked. it was awful. It was awful. It doesn't matter. I mean, I, I did dishes every day. It felt like, and there's still there's something everywhere because in the dishwasher, at least it's place it's a place to hide the rinsed yeah. dishes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is not good. If you're counting on a timely tax refund to pay off holiday debt, uh, you might have to go with Plan B. The Los Angeles Times is reporting that even if the government shutdown ends soon, tax rebates are likely to be delayed this year because of the furloughing of the processor. I coupled that with the uh, with the national president of the National Treasury Employees Union. He calls the the biggest tax reform changes in the in, the, in thirty years, and that all the, the you know. That is all a big brew that spells potential trouble. Sure. Between those two things, at least. Yeah. So and you're saying it's going to be delayed? Is that yeah, they're saying delayed. And, and reports are that the Trump administration, they plan on calling back IRS workers to process tax returns. It's not going to do that much to alleviate the pileup. That's what they're saying. So if you're counting on that money, you may have to go with Plan B. Or, may, listen, you may get lucky. Right. 
Not I. You're not getting a refund? Oh, I owe. Oh, you owe money. A ton. Yeah, mine takes forever anyway. You owe money. Yo, it's Joey Coco Diaz, and you're listening to the Rizzuto Show on 105.7 The Point. And hey, happy birthday. Now, somebody uh, tweeted us this morning. I think he's coming back to town in May. Who's that? Joey Coco, Joey Coco Diaz. Diaz. It said, uh, he going to be on the show? I said, I'd love to have him on. He'd be a third timer, I believe. Correct, correct. I think we've had him on twice already. We have. Hey, 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 hey. All right, welcome back. Uh, Patrigo's got your sports here in a second. Guys, you know there's a polar vortex that's rolling in. You guys know? I don't know. I do not know. Polar vortex, there's a song about it. Remember uh, remember this guy? Right, do you guys remember the polar vortex song? Yep. Flew the Borg. Flew the Borg, right? The temperatures are low. Why are they so very low? It is a... a few years since people kind of freaked out about the polar vortex thing. And now, apparently, it's back with a vengeance. We're going to feel the effects here in St. Louis over the weekend, but the Associated Press says there's a chance that this weekend's playoff game between the Patriots and the Chiefs could be one of the coldest games in NFL history. They're saying temperatures to kick off in Kansas City could range anywhere from 10 degrees to well below zero. Now, the record for the coldest kickoff at Arrowhead is one degree Fahrenheit. And that was set in 1983 and then tied in 2016. So it's not inconceivable we could see a new record on Sunday. Yet we will still see more than one dude with a shirt off. Oh, easily. With their torso painted red or yellow or whatever. Oh, in the stands? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's going to be a group of people that spell... Chefs, because the eyes like to hell with this. I ain't going. You see, uh, it's way too cold. I think it was last weekend. Tom Brady with his giant coat on mm-hmm. on the sidelines. Yeah, and people making fun of him. Uh, he was warm. <laughs> yeah. And have rich. you seen the the Tom Brady giant coat memes? Uh, I do have one of those. Uh, I went sledding with my son a couple days ago. I get cold pretty easily. I couldn't find like a real thick coat, and I have one of those coach coats from like. Um, from Europe, like these soccer coaches in, in Europe are usually in some crazy cold weather. And it, it goes all the way down to your knees. Mm. It looks like a sleeping bag with your yeah. feet sticking out. <laughs> Is it almost like ribbed like the Michelin man? Yeah, it's yeah like a standing dude. coat. Yeah, it, it was, it's for the U.S. soccer team. Like it was a, it was a surplus. I bet you it's warm. Oh Man. my this is, gosh! This is guys, from a different the game. Greatest things ever. How can you make fun of someone's coat? This it's is from a game last year. Just and function. Look, you, you'll, it's kind of ridiculous. You'll know what I mean. I want to see it. <laughs> that's not a coat. That's a that's a that's a room. It's to go over the pads, the pads and all that stuff. But I mean, like people went people went crazy again. This was from last year, but Yo, like that's awesome. He was wearing Somebody the same coat. Is is he is is he the only one that has one of those? I think they just give it to the quarterbacks. Remember maybe there was like that, a, maybe remember, like a heater. Remember there. that uh, that college. Uh, that college coach that refused to let his players wear jackets on the sideline, and then one of the players wore a jacket, and the coach went berserk 
and like really? two hand shoved him. Why would you want your players to That's be warm? So dumb. Because they say they say it builds toughness. You do oh, not wear toughness. Stop it. Oh, cool. Well, then the pitchers that 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 are out there throwing however many hundreds of pitches, they shouldn't wear the ice uh, the ice sling. Here, here's the picture from this weekend. <laughs> there it is. He's got a big coat on. That thing is awesome. Oh, also, that is a comforter. That is a king size comforter with a logo and buttons. Yeah. Also, the 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 record for the coldest game in NFL history. 1967, December 31st, Green Bay, negative 13 degrees. Damn. That's cold. And you're a puss if you wear a jacket. Negative suck. 13. Suck, suck it up. Those guys weren't even wearing helmets or yeah. cups. <laughs> oh, it says here, it says here, so it was the University of Houston coach, and he was yelling at a player, and he said, take off the jacket. Those long black coats are only for the starters to wear on the sideline, and he was out with a knee injury. Ugh. And apparently, like, the guy went berserk. He wasn't even playing. The guy went berserk. Wow, what a what, jerk. What a turd. What a jerk. The Rizzuto Show Sports. All right, here's Tony Patrico with your sports. Uh, don't screw this up, fatty. After a goal from the Islanders in the first, a scoreless second period, and then David Perron extending his point streak to 12 games as he scored off of an assist from Ryan O'Reilly and Jay Bomeister. The game went into overtime last night. And just about a minute and a half into overtime, the Islanders scored the game-winning it, goal. It was a heartbreaker. Really yeah, was. two to one win. Blues he wanted are, Bennington to win that game. Yeah, didn't I you? Did too. Oh man, I, I did too, man. And once once that puck went in, and he he looked devastated. Oh, Stauber was down. As soon as Vince Dunn started to skate off the ice, I went, "Bup, that's it, it's over," because the Blues were on the far bench. He had to skate over there. The, the Islanders had possession of the puck. Three on two makes it for a much easier goal than three on three. Yeah. So. Well, it was just a bad change, as Tony yeah. says, because they were going, they had just received the puck. They're going towards their own net, which normally in three-on-three three or whatever it is over time, you kind of reset. You yeah. know, mm -hmm. They immediately went, oh, the Blues are changing. Boom, threw it yeah. up the ice, game over. over. Uh, and Bennington was awarded, what, the second star of the week yeah. by the NHL? Mm -hmm. And well-deserved. Yeah. And he played He played well last night. He made some some very good saves. The, the team looked good. Yep. And, hey, you know what? They got a point out of it. Yep, sure did. And did you see, uh, I was listening to the game on the radio, but I, I when I got home, I, I put on the uh, the TV coverage. And did you see, do they not have a booth for Chris Kerber? They don't. It's like a... It's he like was a, at like a card table. Yeah, yeah, that's what they have over there. Because they're splitting games between there and uh, Nassau, and they don't really have anything set. Like structured. there's no broadcast booth for the, no. for the away but They look like they were set up for a, like an out, outside game. They Bar looked like it was set up for a remote at, you know, we would do it at a cell phone right. store. Right. Right. Barclays Center is for basketball. Afterwards. It is. It was built for basketball, but they just so happened to throw an NHL team in there. It just looked cold. They looked cold. They were wearing jackets, and you could see people walking behind them. Yeah. Yeah, That's. I mean, that's where they Ridiculous. Yeah. Chris Kerber deserves more than that. Yep. Uh, you put that man in a booth. <laughs> the Blues are off until yeah, Thursday. controlled very comfortable booth. Yeah, I want him to be as comfortable as possible. And drinks. He deserves a booth. The man is a legend. He doesn't belong at a card table broadcasting. Unless he wants to play cards. Uh, with a microphone. The Blues are off on until <laughs> Thursday. They take on the Bruins up in Boston at 6 p.m. Uh, Golden State Warriors scored an NBA record 51 points in the first quarter of their 142 to 111 win over the Nuggets. Uh, there was a bunch of teams that held the record previously, which was uh, 50 points. But uh, again, new record there. Do you think 51 in, points in the first quarter in Denver? If you're going to go see a Nuggets game, you go. I'm going to see the Nugs. 
I'm going to see the Nugs tonight. Yeah, bro. Go get some and then go see some nugs. Nugs and we're going to the nugs game. I'm just wondering. (laughs) I have no idea. Well, now the nuggets has like a completely different connotation. Well, especially there. Yeah, they love that. Nug and nug night. That's what it is. Uh, Isaiah Marshall, who is a quarterback at MacArthur Academy in Southfield, Michigan, has been offered a full ride scholarship to play at Michigan. Why is this a huge deal? Well, after Wolverines coach Jim Harbaugh gave Isaiah the offer, uh, he pretty much gave it to him just from watching tape of the 13-year-old quarterback. 13 years old. 13 years old. Uh, Isaiah's father said, quote, it was definitely unexpected, especially when you're just looking for feedback on how your son can get better. Harbaugh called me because I was on my way over there and he was there early. Uh, He called me on the phone and said, hey, is it okay if I watch your son play? I'm interested in offering him a full ride scholarship to Michigan. Oh, my God. 13? 13 years old. Yep. Pretty sweet. It looks like. Former MLB pitcher John Wetland is charged with one count of continuous sex abuse of a child under the age of 14. This is disgusting. He's, he's former uh, World Series MVP. Mm-hmm. So he was booked in Texas yesterday. And according to the department, there's an investigation that started back on January 9th. And according to a person, they're saying, uh, a lot of people are saying a relative uh, has come forward and said that John performed a sex act on on him uh, beginning in 2004 when the child was four years old. Oh. It happened two other times during a two-year period. Police investigated, got a warrant for his arrest on Saturday, and uh, he was arrested, and, and he's in jail right now. He, uh, he was the closer for the Yankees mm-hmm. uh, and uh, lost his job to a gentleman by the name of uh, Mariano Rivera. I don't know that guy. I don't know. Is he good? And this guy he wound up being good. He wound up having now this wetland had some problems post post playing. I mean, he was a coach in was it Washington's bullpen, and the manager at the time said re- very recently, maybe because of this story, he fired him because he had to tell him several times, quit screwing around down there. They were like playing games and pranks and stuff on each other, and he would call the bullpen. Nobody even be ready. This is a professional. Wetland for- was like the bullpen coach. Yeah, and he's a former pitcher. Wow. And his last job a couple of years ago, he hey, he quit because of anxiety or something like that. I mean, something went wrong with this dude. That is for mm. damn yeah, sure. Yeah, he's got something wrong with him. Yeah, uh, he needs to be in jail forever. Yeah, yep. I think his wife, a uh, longtime wife, just divorced him a couple of years ago. Like, maybe she saw this coming or something. Who knows? Uh, Derek Rose getting some vindication. Remember back in 2015, he was accused of uh, him and two of his buddies raping a, a chick after drugging her drink at a house party? Uh, apparently, she said that she had a drink, then doesn't remember anything, and woke up in a apartment with Derek Rose and two of his buddies. Mm-hmm. And she had, had could tell that something had happened. Well, back in December of 2016, a jury that consisted of six women and two men found him not guilty. A judge has now ordered the woman to pay Rose in relation to her failed appealed, uh, appeal to her original loss in court. She owes him $2,001. Wow. So... Uh, somebody from Denver checking in, by the way. Yes, they do refer to the Nuggets as the Nugs. All right. On radio and TV. Dope. There you go. <laughs> uh, finally here, Ranker put together a list of cities with the worst sports fans. And if you remember, it was last year right around this time when some video footage came out showing how some Minnesota Vikings fans were treated after the NFC Championship game. It was pretty brutal, so it's no shock as to where one of these cities falls on the list. So but the let's worst see fans. how many you can get in the top ten. Worst fans. Chicago. Chicago. Worst fans. Number nine. Wait, in sports or in a particular sport? Sports. Uh, Philly. 
Philadelphia, number one. Oh, look at you. Walking through the, like, basically what would be considered yeah. like Soldier's Memorial down here, and people were throwing beer cans at him and, and calling him, you know, that's the, MFs. That's the battery place, right? Isn't that Philly? Is that where you're No, New York. Oh, was it New York? New York. New York, so, Philly, New York is number three. Philly, Chicago, uh, New York, Dallas. San Francisco. Dallas, number six. San Francisco, not on the list. Mm. Mm. Dallas. Um, L.A. L.A. is number four, and they made a note saying not because their fans suck or are rude, but because some of the destruction caused after rioting, whether a team wins or loses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How about uh, Jacksonville? Nope. Something in Florida. Uh, Tampa. One, uh, there Miami, is another in Miami. Florida. Miami number oh, seven. Oh, Miami. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, think, uh, think same area as Philly, New York. Boston. Boston, number mm-hmm. two. And then uh, we're going somewhere else in California. And San Diego. Nope. No way. Dude. Oakland. Oakland. San Diego fans oh, are like, hey, yeah. They're probably laid back. Oakland's pissed. They were so by the beach. low on the list. Yeah. San Diego fans, like sports fans in general, are like, hey, let's go to two innings over here, or let's go to one quarter, and then we'll, then we'll go surf down a mission. Number eight, middle of the country. And think about it as far as the worst fans, because they have gone through some terrible times. Kansas City? Nope. Hell no. They recently did win an NBA championship. Oklahoma? And if you think about it, they're up and coming in the NFL. Indiana? King James. Oh, Oh. Cleveland. Cleveland. And number 10 is Atlanta. St. Louis was number 31 on the list. I'm Patrico. That's your sports, and boom goes the dynamite. Hey, what's the deal? I guess the MLS announced officially that Austin gets uh, Mm -hmm. gets an MLS team. St. Louis never even put together a deal to present. So the MLS for the Lou. That's the 27th team. Yeah, that's 27, and I think it's 2021 when they kick in. And and they want 28 teams. Correct. There's one more spot, and that's so there's it. There's one more spot That's left. That's why when this MLS for the Lou came, everybody was like, great, now get the plan together. Because as of, like, last yeah, week, go, go, there was go. still no plan. There was this MLS for the Lou with no plan. Austin. Nothing. Yeah, and what, what's the... Uh, what's the- the population of Austin. I don't know. Austin got a team. I think. I think Austin. And that was officially announced yesterday. I think Austin's actually kind of smart with the kind of like the hipster movement down there. A lot of yeah, people are keep moving Austin to Austin. Weird. Yeah. What are they going to be called? The weirdos? I yeah. hope not. I'll have to wear. I don't know. I kept seeing food. pictures of uh, Matthew McConaughey. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. They're going to be called. All right. All right. We'll kick the ball around. All right. Yeah. Hit the bong. He was hoping for a professional hacky sack team. Good thing about these draft picks is I keep getting older and they stay the same age. <laughs> So hey, one so there's one slot left, huh? Get it together, St. Louis. What the hell? I thought we were the fast track this time around. I hope it works out, man. But they need to get it going. They really, truly do. Austin's under a million. All right. All right. The Rizzuto Show. Headline Hoosh. Brought to you by Moore Troy's Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. All right. So today's headline Hoosh story comes to us from Milton, Florida. There is a 30-year-old guy named Brian Stewart. You have to say it that way, Stewart. Mm-hmm. And he got into a serious fight with his neighbor last week. And he threatened to, quote, kill him with kindness. You know, like, like the saying goes. And that's when another neighbor intervened, and Brian stabbed him with a knife. And Brian almost made good on his threat because the knife had the words kindness written on it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fortunately, the neighbor's going to be all right. But uh, Brian was arrested for aggravated assault with a deadly weapon and aggravated battery. So he had a knife with the word kindness on it. Get it? He was going to kill him with kindness. Yeah, yeah, got it. It is good. God, it's so Hoosier. (laughs) 
And that's today's Headline News. I got a great addition to the Austin, uh, the Austin FC. We were talking about the, the the fans and doing the Matthew McConaughey. They have an official, you know, because all these all these teams and the fan supporters, they have like hymnals with like their chants and their songs. Yeah. It, this is this is why Riz is going to love this team, right? Yeah. Well, well, there's one reason that you're going to love the team, and there's another one. Their second song is called "All Right," and the lyrics are. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> and just, why is Riz going to love cheer, the team? All right, all right, all right, Austin FC. And then the sixth song is Won't Back Down, Tom Petty. Oh, really? That's kind of cool. That's one of their That's one of their Austin Anthem official All right, all right. All right. <laughs> hey, uh, up after the break, let's give away some stuff. Tickets to go see Weezer and the Pixies at Enterprise Center happening on March the 24th. And we got tickets to go see Panic at the Disco over at Enterprise on February the 5th. Ladies and gentlemen, after the break, it's Match Up with Moon. Hello. All right, all right. All that, right. Was him. <laughs> that was him. His excitement. Hi, St. Louis. This is Tom Cruise. Thanks for listening to me. <laughs> <laughs> so cool. <laughs> all right, it's a game that everybody loves. Match Up with Moon. <laughs> All right, up for grabs. Got tickets, uh, tickets to go see Weezer and the Pixies over at Enterprise on March the 24th. We got tickets to go see Panic at the Disco at Enterprise on February the 5th. Here's how this works. Tony will give Moon five questions. He'll give me the fi- uh, same five questions. The, uh, the person on the phone, our respective teammates, will uh, win their choice of prizes if... Uh, Moon wins or if I win. Simple as that. And coin toss during the break. And who won? Moon. Moon Let that be your only win today. Was the, okay. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Are you going to uh, receive uh, the questions first or be in isolation first? I believe I will receive. Okay. So I will be in isolation first. Let's get our teammates. And we go to Sean from Wood River. Hello, Sean. Hey, guys. What's up? Hey. Hey, hey, hey. All right, Sean. Team Riz or Team Moon? Uh, I think I'll go with Moon today, Riz. I hope Thanks, you lose. Thanks, man. That's a good choice. Hang on. And Ken. Riz, we're going to win this. All right, Ken. Me and you, buddy. Hang on All one right. second. That's good Ken. choice. It's a great choice. Uh, we played this last week, and uh, we both kind of split. Yep. One and one. So, All right, I'm going into isolation. Moon, good luck to you. Thanks, man. Good luck to you on your Thank song you on my journey into to. isolation land. You're journeying into Jeff Burton's playlist. All right, Jeff, hit playlist. it. There it is. Whatever this is. It's a huge hit. He has no idea what it was. Ready? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a huge Ready? hit in 1939. Hey, Moon. <laughs> I love this yeah. song, by the way. Thank you, Jeff. Moon, <clears throat> yeah. what is the angular distance of a place north or south of the Earth's equator? What is the angular distance of a place north or south of the Earth's equator? I'll even give you a hint. Normally expressed in degrees. Say the question one more time. What is the angular distance of a place north or south of the Earth's equator? Normally expressed in degrees. I'm not exactly sure. You're going to kick yourself in the ass. Uh, What is the world's largest ocean? Are you looking for a number? You're looking for a term. Oh, I, is, I see what you're saying. Uh, longitude. Okay. What is the uh, what is the world's largest ocean? Um, I think 
It's the Pacific. What animal appears first in the dictionary? Ooh, aardvark. Out of the four beetles, if they were all still alive, who would be the oldest? Oh, that's a great question. Um, I'll say... I'll say Harrison, but I think it might be Ringo. What movie, uh, what movie based on Romeo and Juliet was a 60s Oscar winner? A 60s Oscar winner based on Romeo and Juliet. Correct. Oh, man. I don't know. You don't know? You're passing? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, I thought you were stalling as normal. No. Uh, oh, the Beatles... That's nice how I'm insulted. The Beatles had 21 singles reach number one on the U.S. charts. How many singles did they put out that were not number one? Oh, man, that's a good question, too. Uh, they were only together for so many years. 21 number ones, you said? I'll say... I'll say 10. Thank you, Moon. Good. Man, I'll tell you what. Two, <laughs> two things. One. I'll tell you what. Carla Rae Jepsen, Call Me Maybe. What a great song. I'm it is a good song. Right now. Probably not long enough for the round I just played. It was it was, it was long. Getting there. But uh, <laughs> I'll tell you two things. One, this is not the easiest round. Two, great questions. Okay. Great questions. All right. You better bring it. I'm going to try. I don't know if I got a single one right. I'm, I'm going to do my best. There's a lot of like, ooh, that's a good question. Okay. All right. Let's see. <laughs> you are playing for Sean. Yeah. I'm playing I for Ken. I am apologizing Kenny, to Sean. I apologize to Sean. All right. Let me know when he's ready. Does he get uh, Carla Rae Jepsen too? No. In isolation? Got it. Oh, the chipmunks. That's, that's dope. Cool, man. <laughs> Insult the band. That's really cool. Who's he listening to? Uh, I Need a Ride. Okay. Ready? No, Scrub, he's listening. Scrubbing Ace. He's scrubbing Ace Hot. The song is Oh, you said who is he? Who yes. is he listening to? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Song is Anita Rat. All right, Tones. Riz, what is the angular distance of a place north or south of the Earth's equator, normally expressed in degrees? What? What is the angular distance of a place north or south of the Earth's equator, normally expressed in degrees? Uh, longitude. Okay. What is the world's largest ocean? The Pacific. <laughs> What animal appears first in the dictionary? Uh, the... What animal appears first... And by the way, I meant Pacific. I gotcha. <laughs> I don't want no gray areas here. Uh, what animal appears first in the dictionary? Correct. <laughs> That's my answer. The... <laughs> All right. <laughs> no, the, uh, the A-A-Ron. Okay. Out of the four Beatles, if they right. were all still alive, who would be the oldest? Uh, Paul. Okay. What movie, based on Romeo and Juliet, was a 60s Oscar winner? What movie based on Romeo and Juliet is a 60s Oscar winner? A Streetcar Named Desire. The Beatles had 21 singles reach number one on the U.S. charts. How many singles did they put out that were not number one? 50. Thank you, Riz. Wow. 
Wow. Was that right? I mean, I wasn't right was, on any of the that questions. That may have been college edition. I'm not terribly sure. hard. Did you grab the wrong good, set of cards but there? Good, good questions. questions. Great good questions. questions. And if you don't know the answers, you're like, whoa, those are good. Those and are once good. you hear the answers, you're going to go, ha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, <laughs> that's why I've, I feel like this. Was, these were pocket questions. Okay. You did well. If I get beat, I got beat. That's fine. This one ain't going to hurt. Are you ready? Yep. Here are your answers. What is the angular distance of a place north or south of the Earth's equator, normally expressed in degrees? Uh, Moon, you said longitude. Riz, you said longitude. The correct answer is latitude. Oh. <laughs> you know, that you felt... Just pronounced it wrong. Longitude felt wrong, but I thought that I committed to memory that long <laughs> way... I thought space. the same thing. Yeah, like a... I thought the same thing, like, like a belt. Yeah, like my trick with, uh, with uh, you know, uh, vertical Are you, and horizontal. Are we sure that's right? I'm looking at the... This is where... I got the question from the dictionary... I think dictionary, longitude is up and down. The dictionary answer. The angular it, distance of a place north or south of the Earth's equator, usually expressed in degrees... Is called the last. Long your face was this way, dude. You I went like this. Too. You went like this to Moon as he was saying the answer. You went, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I thought it I was only too, pointed at him because we had the same answer. I know. Oh, I know. You know how so, I uh, separate sorry, a, a, a vertical and horizontal? Horizon, horizontal. The vertical is jump basketball. Yeah, vertical. I always think of uh, vert ramps from skating, and horizontal is the. You know, whores always laying down. I was That's what I think, Reynolds. too. Whores lay down, and vertical is how high is his vertical, because he's slammed yeah. down. I had a teacher in middle school say, whores are always laying down. That's this way. And I went, oh, my goodness. Okay. That's going to be committed to memory. Damn it. <laughs> That's question one, guys. We got a couple more to get to. Yeah. <laughs> man, that is a bummer. Honestly, That's I'm a bummer, bummed out but about man, that. Like, you know. Well, first of all, I that thought... That was the only question I, I was confident when in. When I read the question to him, he goes, I read it just like that. What I, is the angular distance of a place north or south of the Earth's equator? Normally, he goes, huh? Okay, but, but when he said, what is the angular distance? My brain started going with degrees. I didn't know he I was thought looking this, for I think a I term. I the same thing. If huh? it makes you feel better, I write my answers down, and I wrote potato salad for that. <laughs> so I wasn't even... Hey, all everybody right, so, knows now. So, Latitude. question two, what is the world's largest ocean? Moon, you said Pacific. Riz, you said specific. You guys are both correct. <laughs> oh my God. What animal appears first in the dictionary? Riz, you said the Aarons. Which is... <laughs> that is totally true. Which is... You could find a lot of Aarons in unfortunately, the jungles of Brazil. Unfortunately, yeah. even if the Aarons were an actual animal, it is not correct. <laughs> Moon had the correct answer with aardvark. <gasps> Man, when, sure when you, you said a honestly, you chose A-Rons over Aardvark. I thought it was going to click. Yeah. I, I, swear, I yeah. swear on my children's lives. <laughs> when you said a Ron, I was like, up. Oh, he just figured yeah. it out himself. A-A-Ron. And you didn't. Swear to God on the, the life of my kids that I was going to say Aardvark, and I thought that was wrong. That's the only Ooh. one that actually hey. came to my brain. Just Matt, Matthew Norris just came up with a really good thing. I don't know if he came up with it, but he just said it. From now on, think about this. Latitude as in ladder. Or latitude as in flatter, flatitude, like flat. So there's that. Scrunch Love said that on uh, Twitter. All right, here we go. We're all learning. Out of the four four Beatles, if they were all still alive, who would be the oldest? The youngest was Moon's answer, George, George. born in 1943. Cool. Yeah, awesome. The second youngest is Paul, Riz's answer, 1942. The correct answer is... Robert, Ringo. Robert Plant. Is Ringo, oh, born man. in July of 1940. Damn, and he was my next Thank choice. Yep. Uh, what movie, based on Romeo and Juliet, was a 60s Oscar winner? Yeah, did you get this, dude? Moon said, no idea. Oh, I don't know. Riz said, a streetcar named Desire. The correct answer is, West Side Story. Ah, oh, God oh, damn yeah, it. Man, what, ah, a, man. what a good flip. You won. So yeah. Moon did win. But that doesn't feel bad, right? 
No, it was it was, it was tough. I do, damn it with the aardvark. Do you want to know the, the trivia question or the, the tiebreaker? Sorry, Ken. There's your title. Yeah, I was just gonna say it. I'm right damn it down. with the aardvark. <laughs> Uh, the uh, the tiebreaker question here. The, the Beatles had 21 singles reached number one on the U.S. charts. How many singles did they put out that were not number one? Uh, Moon, you said 10. Riz, you said 50. Uh, the correct answer was 42. Whoa. So I would have won. He wouldn't have. No. <laughs> did you? Did you just hear that? Have, <laughs> no, you wouldn't have. <laughs> Don't even. Sorry, man. That's my fault. I'm. That's on me. But that's hey, on me. Hey, Aaron's. I'm looking at this next round, and I think you guys are going to be much. It's way easier. So the Aarons that that really <laughs> trying to joke. Go back to the fact that oh, you don't, thought don't, Aardvark don't, and don't. thought no, that can't be it. So you went with A Aaron. I mean, wouldn't you, you thought, go with Aardvark anyway because A Aaron's an not really? Yeah, an that that doesn't make much sense. Uh, hard. I'm so proud of That's you. That was the first us. animal that popped in my mind, and I thought it was wrong. But why would you? Why wouldn't you just at least take a chance and say that because it's an animal that starts with an right. A? Yeah. Why wouldn't you say ape? Mistakes were made. Let's just go with that. Mistakes or alligator. Were yeah. <laughs> Mistakes were made today. <laughs> Sorry, Ken. That's on me. Uh, Kevin. Hello, Kevin. Hey, guys. Hey, Kevin. Team Riz, Team Moon. Team Riz. Hey, real quick. Jimmy Buffett changes in attitude as changes in latitude. Oh. I'm not going to remember that. Yeah, we're clearly not Buffett. Kevin? Fans, but that is another good way to, to remember it. Thank you, Kevin. And good choice, picking Riz. Uh, David, you are Team Moon. All right. All right. All right. Good, good choice. All right, all right. All right, Austin, all right. <laughs> uh, oh, I got to go in. Go in isolation. <clears throat> all right. All right, here we go. Wow. Tones, that was... Just very poor. So, so on me? On me. Just, oh, I was just saying, I was like, oh, whoa. I, I'm going to beat myself Brent up. just handed me the headphones while saying sorry. Okay, ready? <laughs> All right, here we go. Riz. Yes. What is the fraction version of 0. 0.75? Uh, three over four. Who is the 2018 Mary Poppins? Uh, uh, Emily Blunt. There are 3,600 what in every single hour? So say it one more time. There are 3,600 what in every single hour? Boop, bop, beep, 360 beep. what in every... 300... 3,600 what in every single hour? Seconds. There are seven Roman numerals. They are I, V, X, L, C, D, and... V. What kind of dog is Scooby-Doo based on? He is a... Scooby-Doo is a... Scooby-Doo, y'all, Scooby-Doo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Scooby-Doo is a... Yeah. I could see he's brown. Brown dog. That's it. He is That's a color, a... but a brown dog is not a brown <laughs> He's got ears, right? He does. And a tail. Let's go, Moon. <sighs> Doberman. I, I don't know. Okay. It's, not, it's not that. Okay, and the tiebreaker question is, <laughs> excluding the day they fall on, how many days are between Halloween and Christmas? Uh... <laughs> October uh, 53. Thank you, Riz. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. 
Clearly. Dude, all I know is you raised your hand. Sorry, Kevin. You shrugged your shoulders and raised your hand no less than three times, and I wasn't even watching. Poor showing. Poor showing for real? Very poor. We're not even trying to psych each other out. This is yours. (laughs) This is yours. I'm all screwed up. Don't say that. Now you jinxed me, and if I lose. If you lose, it's on you. I was this trying to be encouraging. A, there's reactions right now. <laughs> just obscene. I was trying to be encouraging. I'm trying to flip a total. It's on you if you lose. A new leaf Give me the music. with this game and my attitude. Give me the music. <laughs> Mood. Yeah, man. What is the fraction version of 0.75? 0.75. Zero point seven five. Zero point seven five would be uh, three fourths. Who is the 2018 Mary Poppins? Emily Blunt. There are 3,600 what in every single hour? 3,600 seconds. There are seven Roman numerals. They are I, V, X, L, C, D, and M. What kind of dog is Scooby-Doo based on? Uh, Great Dane. And the tiebreaker question is... Excluding the day that they fall on, how many days are between Halloween and Christmas? Excluding the days that they fall on. So a number of days. Correct. Not the 31st, not the 25th. Right. How many days are in between those two? Um, we'll say... Uh, 59. Thank you, Moon. Yeah, good. Okay, yeah, good. Yeah. Yeah, good. What was that I was listening that was to? Post Malone's new single okay, called Wow. That's, it's terrible. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I just took my headphones off for some reason. <laughs> I like that song, Jeff, by the way. I, I think I think I did all right. You think? Yeah. All right, well, let's get the answers. Riz. Yes. What is the fraction version of 0.75? You both said three fourths, so you both are correct. Oh, all right. Oh, sorry. That- <laughs> Who is the 2018 Mary Poppins? Riz, you said Emily Blunt. Moon, you said Emily Blunt. You're both right. All right. You're off to a good start for saying that you just destroyed this. Oh, it's all downhill from here. There are 3,600 what in every single hour. Riz, you were kind of confused with this. You said, ha, and what, at least twice. Moon, you got it right away. You're both the correct seconds. I think you said it the wrong way at some at one point when I asked, asked for it again. Hmm. <laughs> You got it right. I mean, why, hey, why you... first of all, let's just take the moment to realize that Tony Petrigo didn't respond with anything except for I a, was. Oh, my God. That's the first time you've... For... I, had not, I had nothing to say there. Well, that's never happened. <laughs> I had nothing to say. Uh, there are seven Roman numerals. They are I, V, X, L, C, and D. And apparently, according to Riz, also V again. <laughs> that's not fair. What do you mean it's not fair? What do you mean it's not Moon fair? got it right and said M. There's an answer. Yeah, but I got confused. Well, how that, could you be confused? You could have said, I already said V. No, no I can't. Why not? If, if he would have said, I already said V. What would you have said? I would have said, it's not V. <laughs> I said, okay, but if he, if he said, M. give me, oh yeah, that, is that the one you would have said? Do, do you know that answer is what I'm asking you? I do know the answer, yes. Because <laughs> he said it. <laughs> I know it now that he said it. <laughs> I was I was climbing on the train with you there. Right till then, my foot just slipped off. Okay, I think that's kind of rotten, but that's okay. Well, well, Again, I got nothing to say. 
<laughs> I got nothing to what say. What was the next one? The next one is what kind of do, uh, dog is Scooby-Doo based on? If you would have heard, but you, you got to go back to the pocket. <laughs> Brown dog, ears, a dog that's tall. That dog's raising my arms. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, I saw that. It was hands flying. So Riz said Doberman. It's completely and wrong. and Moon said Great Dane. That Roman numeral question does not matter because Moon is correct with Great Dane. Couldn't think of it. Was that a five for five? You went five for five. And then as far as uh, excluding the day they fall on, how many days are between Halloween and Christmas? Moon, you said fifty nine. Riz, you it's said fifty three. The correct answer is fifty four. Oh, nice. Well, the wheels fell off. I thought about New Year's. <laughs> Whatever. Sorry, you'll get him next time, Tiger. You know, I said V, and he could have gone. Uh, I already said V. It oh, does, okay, it, sorry. D- guess what? But doesn't matter. We're moving on. It it's over. What would you have said? You lost. Probably would have said M. With, I would have thought about it more. Without that question or not, you still lost this. I round. didn't recall him saying V. Well, don't don't forget what he's saying. You lost anyway. Even take that question out. Oh, I know. Okay. Well, For me, yeah, would, would that question the, have been the momentum changer? See, he was on. He was on a high. He was on a high. If I would have said you said V, he would have gone. Scooby Doo is a Great Dane. <laughs> I would have said uh, Bijan probably. The Rizzuto show. I can't believe you didn't say that. I can't believe you I didn't say that. I think Doberman was actually sort of like, a, I hope I'm right with this guess. Yes. Like, maybe uh, this is the right guess. It, I, I knew it wasn't, but... Bijan would have been your A-A-Ron. Bijan's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the A-A-Ron of the dog. It's the Rizzuto Show. Well, look who it is, Donnie Fandango. Hey, Donnie. Hey, man, how are you? I'm doing well. Good. Nice Very good. I know I, I confused you. Uh, kind of long... Long commercial break. Yeah. Well, I was talking to the boss. Well, like, I was in when you guys went, and then I went to talk to the boss. I came back for a second and was like, I think that I have missed something. Yeah. And so, like, I came in here to just kind of be like, all right, I'm well, in the right we, spot. We, right? we went but, so long with one of the segments that, uh, you know, I had to kind of combine the last uh, couple gets, of commercials. But that happens. Donnie, it's just going to get more and more confusing, <laughs> just so you know. You know the old uh, radio cliche, got to pay the bills. Am I right, Donnie? Uh, you got to pay it, the I bills. Get it. <laughs> I'll be right back. Got to pay the bills. Metallica up next. We'll be back in two and two. <laughs> uh, blog and podcast, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz Moon. What do we got? Damn it with the aardvark. That's the podcast and blog title. <laughs> Find out why. If you missed out a few minutes ago, a man threatened to kill someone with kindness, then stabbed the guy with a knife that said kindness on it. So I suppose it, uh, it was a warning. Kid in a car seat tumbles into traffic. There's a video of it. It's kind of wild, kind of crazy. Uh, the only reason it's up is because the kid is okay. Just to uh, spoiler, the kids alert, are right. Spoiler alert there, but uh, it's quite a frightening video. Uh, all caught from a dash cam. Did you see it, Donnie? I have not video? watched it yet. I heard you guys talking about oh it this morning, but God. I haven't seen it yet. Oh, it's frightening. Even when you guys, man, when you guys were like describing it, hold up. It, it was. I mean, it's horrifying. Yeah, I it's somebody, horrible to sound. As like. somebody like Moon who has four thousand kids, got it right here. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, that's never happened to me. <laughs> the, 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 uh, the weird thing is uh, when when the kid comes tumbling out, the car kind of slows because it's approaching the intersection, and it looks like somebody oh, shuts somebody the, leave the door, door open? and then the car takes off. That's the worst part. Kid's out right there. Oh, my God. Look, look, door's open. Car is almost stopped. Door closed. Car leaves. Very strange. She came back eventually. Yeah. 15 minutes later. See, the, the thing, I, when you think about it she more, I don't, I'm, 15 minutes I'm not later? flipped out 15. about the door. I'm not flipped out about somebody closing the door. Because if I'm in the backseat of a car and, and the door's open and it's moving, I'm going to close the door. Huh. The 15-minute turnaround is the issue. Hey, am I missing something? What is that? It's a uh, water bottle. <laughs> didn't, have, didn't I have two kids? Jim! Jim, shut the door! It's cold! 
Jesus. I haven't seen a family photo in a while, but we had two, right? Two. The, the, man. Pretty crazy. The That's kid's okay. Awful. Thank yeah. God. The car seat did its job. And by the way, you, you know, those things have straps. So you're supposed to strap them into the yeah, car? Yeah, yeah. Those are on the road. Wrong. You did it wrong. <laughs> Couple of the videos. If you have up- any questions, you go to the you go to the fire station. They'll, they'll install it for you. Yeah. Yep. Wrong. <laughs> Couple of the videos up there: KFC employee uh, smacking somebody with a uh, a bucket of chicken. A road rage incident. Um, somebody's best idea for that, instead of pulling out a bat or getting crazy, she just flashed herself, and that kind of froze the moment. That did there. it. That's uh, that's up there. And a couple of St. Louis teenagers decided to teen wolf it on top of a. Are car. you sure they're teenagers? I'm not sure. Hell if I know. I don't know. You can't really tell. But there's a top of an SUV going on 40 just underneath the Science Center Bridge. Totally teen wolfing it. And I bet you they are playing Surfing USA inside the Tahoe. Doubt whatever it. it is. Those videos and everything else was yeah. up on the, or is up on the blog. 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. I'm constantly proud to be from St. Louis. I, yeah. I said Constantly. Congratulations. <laughs> National News again. Teen wolfing it. That is going to be everywhere. Oh, uh, yeah. Tomorrow, John Patrico joins us for the Craigslist Freak of the Year Tournament of Champions. Yeah. Uh, th- I, I, I do have a bit of news. Uh, there is a scratch for tomorrow. A healthy scratch. No, no, not healthy scratch. Just a scratch. His blood work came back. Oh. oh. Performance enhancing drugs. Oh. oh. So oh. Is, I was under the assumption wow. it was healthy. Shame. Scratch. No, not a healthy Shame. scratch. This, this is this I is a it. taint. This is a tainted sandwich. Oh no! Yep, sure is. So it'll be two freak of the years going at it. Ah, tomorrow, two freak of the years. So John Patrico joins us tomorrow. Uh, what else? Uh, Rishon at the Blues game on February twenty third. Blues and Bruins. Get your tickets now. One zero five seven thepoint dot com slash blues. Make sure you use the promo code Rizzuto. I met some people at the library last night that came up and said they were big fans and they're going to be at the Blues night. All right, oh, we'll see look them there. At that. Hey. They get that Blues Riz Show net stocking cap. But you got to make sure you use that promo code Rizzuto when you buy your tickets. What's the date of the game again? 23rd. February the 23rd. February 23rd. Donnie, what do you got coming up? Weezer Pixies tickets on the way. Also, Panic at the Disco tickets to give you. We'll talk a little movies. I've got plenty of point music news for you. There's a new band that we play called Palais Royale. And they had something happen at their show last night that I absolutely can't believe stopped the show. So we'll talk a bit about that, play their new music, and a bunch more. So hang out until 2 o'clock, all, all right? right? Donnie okay. Fandango next. We leave you with a selection from our Team Riz member of the day, shouting out Adam Yates one oh, more time. Yeah. 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 And he wants song. to hear this song from hey. this particular rock and roll outfit. Yeah. 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 We shall see you tomorrow. Yeah. Goodbye. Yeah. This is the Rizzuto Show Podcast. Peloton, let's go! This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.